It's a new day. Yes, it is. Hey everybody, sorry about the intro before the intro, but since we finished recording this episode and the intro and the time it was supposed to post, uh, a great article by Chris Kelly, the guy that's not me, uh, went up on Vice Sports today. It's all about the New Day, who is the most exciting faction of the current WWE roster, and I think that everyone that listens to this show would really enjoy reading that. So just go to Vice Sports or Vice or whatever. Uh, it's the only piece about the New Day. Trust me, it's the only piece about the New Day. It's definitely worth reading. Once again, Chris Kelly's piece on the New Day is up today on Vice Sports. Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is all about WrestleMania Play Sign. The WrestleMania that was held just outside of San Francisco, and it's not exactly WrestleMania 31, and it's not exactly WrestleMania, uh, it's not exactly in a city. It's just outside, and it's just a play site. It's the first WrestleMania in the WWE Network era, and it features Sting. Uh, Sting gets his WrestleMania debut at the ripe old age of 50-something, so it's a great WrestleMania. Actually, it's Chris's favorite WrestleMania. Spoiler alert. It's Chris's favorite WrestleMania. It makes my top five. It's a very good show. It's a very interesting show. Uh, WrestleMania 32, or I guess WrestleMania Star. WrestleMania Star is coming up in a few weeks, and uh, that means we've reached our journey. 31 consecutive weeks of WrestleMania recaps from two guys that didn't really give a shit about WrestleMania's 1 through 29. Our next live show, as of this moment, our next live show is Friday, April 1st at the Wonderland Ballroom. Co-host Allison Lane will become the host, and this is not an April Fool's joke. She's hosting the show because we're celebrating her 30th birthday, and nothing screams 30 like hosting a local podcast in a bar. So Allison will be there for that. Hey, with Termsey Jr. will be there. He's great. We are going to do a second show in D.C. in April. Stay tuned for that announcement. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going back to where it all began, sort of like how WrestleMania did when they went to New Jersey. Instead of New York, where it actually all began. But yeah, this is a good WrestleMania. There's a theme song playing right now. I didn't even realize it was a theme song, but it's playing right now. Skylar Gray makes her almost annual appearance at WrestleMania. She performs that song on the show. That's a thing. Oh, if you're just a casual fan, there's a tank involved. So the best WrestleMania entrance of all time is in WrestleMania 31. Without further ado, here's Chris Kelly and I on WrestleMania 31. What's great about WrestleMania 31 is we're the way we're watching these, at least the way I'm watching these, is in order, <laughs> but they're smashed together. It's not a year yeah. apart, right? So last week I saw Daniel Bryan win the biggest award in the fake sport, and now I see him win the second biggest award in the fake sport, and then go away forever, and that's yeah. it. And he won't, I mean, he'll be at 32. He'll be at 32. Saying, cheering on his wife, probably, but. Is she even going to wrestle? She, if they do, she'll be part of the other Divas match. Her and Lana. Are they going to do two Divas matches? That's the rumor. Oh, I'm yes. excited. Yeah, the, what you said WrestleMania play, and much like WrestleMania X7 or WrestleMania 2000, like they never say 31. No, you're right. They it's it's never refer. It just this is WrestleMania. It is this is WrestleMania play sign. I think they say WrestleMania 30 at 30. Yes, they definitely do at 30. Because they're still calling back to three, but in this one, you they don't really say they don't reference it. This is which they also don't call it the granddaddy of them all anymore because that's grand, been a while. Yes, because yeah. granddaddies are old. Though the thing that I thought about before I watched these thirty-one of these in thirty-one weeks with you is when we watched last year's. When we watched this live, this is the first and thus far only WrestleMania I saw live right. and also revisited. This is weird. 
uh, I thought, I'm interested to see what this product will be like once Vince McMahon dies. Definitely. Now I no longer think that. Because it's not going to be that much different. That's the that's the pipe bomb, right? Like, I hope that's Punk, Punk saying, you know, I think it'll be better when Vince dies, but it probably won't be because the company will get taken over by his stupid daughter and his doofus son-in-law. And this is the the fingerprints of the idiot daughter and doofus son-in-law are all over this one. Because there's no Vince. More so than Vince. There's no Vince. Well, there is Vince. He's, I mean, he's, he's not, the, we don't see him. I know, but he's the great Oz. Understood. Yeah. But I feel like, actually, he's not the great Oz in this one. Triple H is the great Oz in this one. Triple H goes way over. But we will get to that. I fucking hate Triple H so much so, as a as a wrestler character and like him so much as a as a COO cosplaying guy. You end up there's so many different ways to slice it of what parts of him you can How like. do I like Stephanie McMahon more than Triple H in every single aspect? It's so weird. Yeah, because you would more more likely to hang out with someone like Stephanie than am I? Than I don't think I'm likely to hang out with any of these no, people. It's degrees. I guess Ronda Rousey is the one on this entire car that I'm most likely to hang out with, considering that she was a trashy bartender. Yeah, that's that's in your wheelhouse. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, took place on March 29th, 2015, from Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara, Silicon Valley. Which um, they do kind of. I feel like the opening promo or a montage kind of touches our LL Cool J part yes. oh the tech stuff it's all about like so how great. the world is flat do you remember when that book was written by LL Cool J <laughs> <laughs> but actually before that did you have a chance to in the since four hours wasn't enough I was like watch the tag match I the did that show. I did okay. that so oh god it's so much wrestling today yes it is it's great it's so good the tag match is Maybe the third best match. It would have been like the third best match on Definitely. this card. Because let's go through the matches really quick. What's your number one in terms of best? Um, just watched it. Uh, totally forgotten what's on this card. I'd go uh, with the ladder Le- match. I'd okay. I'd go ladders too. Okay. What's I'd go your... Lesnar Rollins or Lesnar Reigns Rollins. Number spoiler one. alert. I don't think it's a spoiler yeah. alert. And then what? Then ladder. Then, and then ladder. Then the tag team championship. Yeah, I'd probably go ladder the and then the headliner and then. But that's a really good yeah. match. And that's, yeah. The the tag match, and that's the thing. And I, I get it as a pre-show match. It's a shame. But none of them had storylines coming in. This is a fatal four for the tag titles between the Usos, uh, the Matadores, the, uh, the, the champions, Kid and Cesaro, and the New Day, which I'm really excited about. Um, and so when did the New Day gimmick start? I thought the New Day gimmick was post-WrestleMania. No, it clearly it, it went. Um, it started properly uh, November. They were doing the vignettes. November thirteen, because this is twenty fourteen. No, sorry, November twenty fourteen. Yes, <laughs> Jesus. So they were doing the vignettes, and then they they were tuning up a little, and they started around January. And then, yeah, by this point, as you can see in this match, they're over. They're people hate it. They're not fun heels yet. This is just get off my TV. But heat. we're on part. We're on their second set of clothes, right? Yes. Okay. So they're in the the green and okay. neon. But they are getting New Day sucks chance. And, and could, this is a very loud crowd. Especially for a pre show. Yeah. As they're and this is as people are filing in the seventy six thousand. Which people, they point out multiple times. Because like, I think they have to call out why it's still happening. Yeah, it's like we we know. We get it. Everyone well, watching this. It says pre show, yeah. I think, on the screen or on the title. Like yeah. you know what you're watching. Yeah, and just the thing with this match is and since it's like 
I think it's just like a ten minute match, but everybody gets their stuff in, and and team a team that I'm not impressed with ever is the Matadores, and I'm generally not impressed with the, with the Usos. Kid and Cesaro, who are the champs and at this point the favorites because they're so in ring talented, um, and then everyone in the New Day is great, uh, but you just see all this these great combo things, and this is like what the TLC matches, except you have four teams, you know, two guys in the ring ostensibly at once. You know, there's all these spots. There's like the the uh, there's Jimmy Uso does basically a super kick party by himself, kicks four people in the face. Um, there's the the double suplex, double triple suplex thing, with but it doesn't really make sense because um, it kind of hurts one of the members of their own team. Yeah, there's a lot of that because like, I think Kofi like Cesar who somebody it doesn't make up. sense why they're doing a suplex and another suplex under it but it's fun it to look at so cool and there's a lot of like logic problems where they even have to the commentary has to say yeah we're not even sure who the legal man is because there's all these blind tags and false tags um that even affects the finish where it's like the guy going for the pin is not legal he yeah. was tagged out so he gets pulled off but there's just great stuff and then getting all the managers involved in really good ways um matadores have el cerrito they, they have a, a little person uh the usos are with naomi uh kid and cesaro have natty who looks great New Day has Xavier. Two IRL wives, right? Correct. That's so cool. And um, they all get involved, and the women look good, and they're there to kick ass. They don't like... We're getting there. Oh, yeah. This is hands easily, easily, of the 31 that we've seen, the least cringeworthy. Of course, and this is the The best The only time I cringe, I don't feel bad about it. I don't have to, like, like, I'm excited for what that is. You kind of know what it is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's it's a fun match, and considering it was the pre-show, no one really sees it. And since most of these pre-shows don't exist online in their full form, now if you look at the network, there's WrestleMania today, them doing their like talk shows for three days <laughs> leading up. So there's a, so much content. And I do like that they put, and this also puts this mania. By the way, this is a two-hour pre-show. This match a, doesn't start until an hour in. For a four-hour, and plus the oh four hours of WrestleMania. God. It's a lot of wrestling. They could easily eliminate 90 minutes of WrestleMania and not take away one actual wrestling match. There's 100 minutes of wrestling. Did you time it out? No, I, I mean, it's t- totaled out on Wiki. Okay. There's 100 minutes of wrestling out of a 240-minute show. <sighs> not including the pre-show. But anyway, oh and they God. also put the, the Andre the Giant Battle Royale on the pre-show, which I think is a perfect spot for it. Everyone I gets, agree Everyone gets their check. And since this one is the, the one where Big Show won it, because why not... This is the one where Big Show, I'm pretty sure he throws out Hideo Itami, the fan favorite yeah, from NXT. Yeah, yeah. And Mizdow breaks up, and then he still doesn't get the, the hero spot. Big Show had to go over for some reason. I don't know why they don't do these two things almost every pay-per-view. Do the, the four-way, the, I've never seen this four-way, like, one team member at a time. Has this been used in a mania prior? I don't think so. I don't know if it's... Uh, Maybe it was I, I think there is a there is one mania. And it's because it's... Sometimes they're not done well. But this was done really well yeah. and it's a great way to insert heat for non-existent storylines. Definitely. And, and that's why this is... a great way to introduce in, characters. Yeah, this is why this is in there because you'll notice all the other ones... Oh, you know how most, they should do it every single year? It's so, it's so fucking obvious. What? NXT. It's a four-way NXT, tag, tag team, team. But well, only... At this point now, that's going to be its own thing. So. Well, no, 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 but like whoever advances is on Raw the okay, next day. Fair. That's how we yeah, determine yeah. who's going to be on the main roster. Yeah. There you go. Right. But this was the most well done. And this is how, we should say that for every single thing because this is their 31st year of doing it. I know. And you, every single we watch should be the best. It should keep getting better. It doesn't. But this is a time we're dead, and we'll see in a couple weeks if they continue that. Um, one thing I would like to point out is that of the eight guys in this match, 
Um, two of them have been on the sh- retooled and not redebuted on TV. So the Matadors will definitely not be at WrestleMania. Kid and Cesaro. Kid will probably never wrestle again. Uh, he was uh, accidentally um, broke his neck in ring, and um, and Cesaro is currently out as well. Probably back a couple months after Mania. And, and that will be something we see a lot this night of people you like on this show will not be wrestling at 32, but yeah. they will probably be back soon enough. So the Lucha Dragons have replaced Los Mentadores as like that faction. As the, the Usos are still together. Yes. New Day's still together, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Cesaro and Kid, that's just done. Yes. Period. There's no replacement for that. I guess it would be... There, there really isn't one. No, not for that. What they represent. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Moving on. I like. I agree with you. The battle royale was perfectly fine. I'm also fine with it opening the show or the second card. It's fun. It's a way to see yeah. everybody. My one disappointment in this, which I'm, I'm I don't want, I want to know what you think of it. I don't want to see guys that just wrestle. You're deep enough to bring out some new people to cash some checks. Let Definitely. them get their yeah, yeah. money. No, and that's yeah, I, I agree with that. And oh, just one last note on that pre-show. It's interesting because um, Cesaro takes out Enuso. Almost immediately. He was probably already injured, and it might have been them writing out. It's unclear because he... But also, something that's unclear is who it is. Because I'm like... They've done this before. Michael Cole generally does not know which Uso is which. Um, But this, there's actually a reason. It's because they both did full face paint. So you can't... Like, usually it's like there's the right Uso and the left Uso, but Mm -hmm. now you can't even tell. So I think they've stopped doing that. So anyway, after all that, we actually do get to the, uh, the show. Aloe Black sings America Beautiful. Is it our hippest America the Beautiful? Because I'd say John Lennon would be John Legend would be the biggest in terms of like modern sales. Yes. And, and then our most like all time would probably go in order, hear me out, Aretha Franklin, mm-hmm. then Willie Nelson, then Ray Charles, or is it it's one it's, of I think it's Ray and then You think Willie's you think Ray Charles is bigger than those two? Yes. Ray, Aretha, Willie. Okay, either way. Yeah, like those are the top three. The and then yeah, and then this is as far as a current artist. Who looks good. Yeah. He looks like he does not belong. He looks like he's going to go perform in the Grammys. Right. And does he have... He doesn't have the theme song. But he had the song... This was, I guess, around the time we had the... He had the song that samples my song by... Or your song by Elton John. I, I think. don't know. Okay. He, I don't know, even know the theme. I don't think it's played over and over and over again. Oh, it is. It is? We get to it. Okay. Yes. Is it so, the Skylar Gray thing? Yeah. What's Which one is it? Oh, I thought that was just like generic. No, it is generic, but it is also the. Theme <laughs> I thought it was. What was his name? Jim something. The the guy that Jim does, Johnson. I thought it was just generic. No, we're not. We don't want to pay somebody. The, oh, that's, that's interesting. Ba- that's how bad it is. Well, because coming home, like you can't get that out of your skull, which was WrestleMania. Yeah, was that New York? That was NYNJ. Yes, and I've actually been hearing the new one, the whatever the Flowrider theme they're using this year. I keep he- hearing it in Ubers because it's actually on like pop radio. Good timing, yeah. So after we get our, as we mentioned earlier, the uh, you know the world is flat montage from LL Cool J, you know, entertainment has evolved. He's still called, you know, they call out the. We got to talk a little bit more about the stage because we've seen the stage now. Okay, yeah, sure. It looks perfect. It's the best one yet, right? And that's a high bar. Yeah, they know exactly. Like I'm genuinely excited to see WrestleMania stages at this point. Yeah, they've got this down to a science, and the technology has caught up with the vision. It's it's so perfect. We don't need graphics on uh, Titantrons. We we see the graphics with uh, with on the stage. And yeah. for the America the Beautiful montage, we don't they don't usually like, cut to the screen that we see of like eagles and shit. They project it on this backing that is perfect. Yes, it's the best looking. It's it's the le- least cheesiest. Yes. That being said, 
the font is the font because it's WrestleMania Terminator Genesis themed. Yeah, which I'd like to try to find somewhere how much Paramount paid them for all this. They're so smart. Yeah. There isn't a movie tie-in this year, correct? Not that I know. There's no Arnold I mean, movie. We would know. We would know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But goddamn, guys, you've nailed it. Yeah. This America the Beautiful footage you've gotten, choice money. You spent a lot of... I just remember when they would like only spend like a nickel on the same Getty image of an eagle so they could use it twice. Right, and then flip it and use mm-hmm. it four times, yeah. Okay, but here's the problem with this. There are fireworks after the end. In the daytime. Yeah. We don't even get till darkness until our final match. And even yeah. then, it's barely dark. Yeah, and this is what happens when you do a West Coast one. And you've got to do <sighs> six-hour thing. You don't need the fireworks, though. No, no. And they do plenty later. Should okay. be enough. Okay. You guys know how to spend money on so many things that need to be spent. But this is like, you're just wasting money. Just pay somebody a little bit more for something and get rid of the fireworks on this. Yeah. Go split, ahead. Split it even. Now we can go to our, I think, great montage, or montage yeah. package, whatever. Oh, yeah, I think whatever. it's great. It's, it's that he's saying entertainment has evolved, and it's the least that, t- that talks about wrestling and what they do. It's cha- It talks about the wrestling itself, and this is the most sports entertainment one we've seen because it's trying to put it all to, like, in context of what, Twitter does and how everybody is connected. Because this is the year of the network. We should yes. make that clear. This yeah. was the first WrestleMania that on was available network. on the network. That means our buy rates are locked in now. Correct. That means Donald Trump had the biggest buy rate. Right. Unless the, Forever. Uh, yeah, because the network is never going to... It's it, the major growth. And is I, I want to say 30 might have been on the network, no? Uh, maybe. Yeah, but, but it's we're still at the early stage, and this is the this is one of the, this is the biggest one. I mean, this is WrestleMania play sign. Yeah, that's the logo, right? Which actually looks kind of great. Yeah, and it it works as like the centerpiece on their stage. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I think that's enough on the the montage. I, I two two points on the yeah. montage. Number one, Hogan Andre again, and then my note is like, when are we ever going to stop seeing Hogan Andre? This might be the year. Yeah. Second, no punk. For obvious reasons. Right. But we've seen every other, pretty much every other guy that's ever had the belt. They call them, they call out the major guys. I do have to say, they, they, the ones they call out in script is Irresistible Force for a Seamable Object, which is fine. Uh, which I get is that. Andre Hogan, The Boyhood Dream, which is HBK, Passing the Torch, which is uh, Rock Hogan, and then Once in a Lifetime, even though it was twice in a lifetime, Rock Cena. But there's also clips. They show clips. Of like Ultimate Warrior, because yeah. now he's back in the fold. They show Kevin Nash, because she just got indu- inducted yeah. in the Hall of Fame. That's what I mean, though. We've seen everyone oh, yeah. else that had a ma- that had the belt for at least a year, and this guy had it for 15 months. When do you think, or do you think, we'll ever get to the point when we see these montages right. that are produced by the network, by the company, that they include every single major player? I mean, Macho Man wasn't included for a long time. That's, he's finally back. He's, I mean, but he only goes in the Hall of Fame 2015. Well, there's a lot of good reasons to keep him out, so. Possibly. We don't know. But we'll see with, with Punk. It could be 10 years. It could be, you know. But knows? that's interesting to me because of all of sport. I feel like in real sports, in real life, anytime we can bring a guy back we and make money off the guy, we're going to bring him back. The yes. 76ers brought back Ellen Iverson before he even said, I'm officially retired. They right. just wanted these guys back in the fold. That's every single sport. I think that's interesting to look at it from a business standpoint. Yes. It, no pun intended. Is this best for business? Is it best for business if we own these guys' rights to so not include it. it just because of feelings? Well, it's also they're, they're not going to, at this point, I'm not sure where he was in it uh, with UFC. 
but you're not going to do promotion. You're not promoting someone else. You can't bring up UFC in the fucking Ronda Rousey WrestleMania. You would, yeah. That doesn't make sense. You, yeah. You're speaking against yourself right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what their their reason is. They don't. They it's what's best for business. Asterisk. Unless we're being carnies and assholes. Exactly. I understand keeping Chris Benoit out. I do. Yeah. I understand keeping Guerrero out. I understand keeping a lot of I don't those. Even, guys even out. Guerrero would be fine. He just died. He didn't do anything. He's well, tainted by steroids, but so is Hogan. So, but Hogan's not dead. It's okay. a lot easier. Yeah. But it's. I'm just. Yeah. No. I, I know what you mean. But this, it's, it, this is the McMahon thing. I mean, that's what we always come back to: is that they're carnies, and if they don't want to put someone over or include them in their history, they don't have to. Yeah, this is a lot brighter. I don't think there's a lot of Stone Cold mentions. This is not. We're like completely embracing our PG era. Yeah, except for that huge match where they. Nod back to the... We'll get to that in a yes. second. So our first match of the proper show is the Intercontinental Ladder Match. Um, and this is a seven-man ladder match for the... Uh, doing like a... With the, the belt suspended over the ring. Uh, first intro, Daniel Bryan. As, and they say, we begin as we ended last year. So they don't... They, they make a little bit of reference to it that uh, he had been... You know, he had been injured and had medically, you know, medically repaired neck and shoulder, I think they mentioned. But they don't say that he had to vacate the championship uh, or why he's going after the IC belt. So there is that gap if you're just watching these. Yeah, there's no video for this. Right. And I understand why. There's, there's seven no, different narratives. And there's and and that's being generous because, I, I mean, there's seven guys in the match. Mm-hmm. And it's Debray, Wade Barrett, Dolph Ziggler, Stardust. Luke Harper, R-Truth, and Dean Ambrose. And King Barrett has the belt? Or is he King Barrett yet? He's, he's just, not. He's still Wade Barrett. Just Bad Wade Barrett. News Barrett. Okay. So uh, he's got the he belt. He has the belt. Um, so it's six of six really good workers in R-Truth. And no, and R-Truth is fine. And he can do stuff in the ring. I just... Who's more old school? Not This is not a joke. R-Truth or the DX guys? Because didn't they come in around the same time? Uh, like R-Truth came in 2000. So okay. a couple years after. He's not okay. that... Yeah. He came in young... He Did like, he? Yeah, early 20s. Okay. Yeah. I thought he came in old in like 2000. No, 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 yeah. Okay. He's just old now. Um, this is the best ladder match that, and it, the most ladder-related violence they've done, I think, in the PG era. Like, I just feel like oh, this there's, is, there's so much We haven't so seen spots. this since a Hardy was in the company. Yeah, and they these guys are all influenced by that era because they came up. They're, you know, they watched that as kids or as teens, but, at least. Do I find it less disturbing because it's in the daylight? Maybe. Because some of these spots are very dangerous. Yes, but, they are. But I'm like, it's sunny out. It's and I fine. Think, and I think the the HD actually works here for some reason. When it when it uh, they were in WrestleMania 17 or something on that crappy video, Hell, it looks dude, like a to, snuff film. Go to 10. Yeah, but they the look, light flares. Yeah, it looks, but it looks like grimy. Like you shouldn't be watching these. It looks like Faces mm-hmm, of Death mm-hmm. of Wrestling. This is fine. Yeah, even though there's. There are a lot, but there's one where oh, there's a superplex. Uh, I think Barrett superplexes Stardust off a very tall ladder, which gets some pretty modest holy shits. The next one is uh, Harper powerbombing Ambrose out of the ring onto our fa- that, the famed horizontal ladder for no reason, breaking the ladder in half. It looks like the dude half. broke his neck. Yeah. It looks like Dean Ambrose, the current star of the company, was dead. Right, it. I remember, and this is like you said. This is the first one that I have a memory of watching. Mm-hmm. Like I think I'm sure I saw some when I watched him as a in middle school, but I don't really remember those. These I definitely this I obviously remember because it happened yeah. a year ago. Um, but that one, and Ambrose stays in the match, but 
He doesn't really do anything else. No, he's yeah. done. He's yeah. done. They were, don't like card in the back, so he wasn't I like in that, need of an immediate attention. That was the easiest rumor to just spread. Be like, oh, he's done for like nine months. Be like, oh, yeah, I saw that. He's clearly out of it. <laughs> yeah. There's no way he's not very hurt. Um, this had my favorite WrestleMania moment of the night. Even this, yeah, even more than the tank. Okay, that's saying a lot. Stardust's gold, like bejeweled ladder, yeah, the, brings a smile to my heart. The bedazzled ladder, which they mentioned, which says that, like it's in the so lead up weird. to this on SmackDown, he must have been talking about this ladder. Um, Barrett breaks the ladder almost immediately, and then starts beating Stardust with pieces of it, which we've not seen definitely since the Attitude Era. I don't it's think so that's acceptable. <laughs> He says, like, it's from another dimension, and then JBL's like, he just went to Home Depot and dipped it in glitter or something to that effect. It is so fun. It's everything that I love about wrestling. Yeah. It's like, this is going to be very violent, kind of fake violent, but kind of real violent, but we're going to make it bejeweled, and we're going to talk about outer space because it's all stupid. Everything's stupid. Let's have some fun. And you you turned me on to this, uh, this recent episode of uh, Jericho's podcast with, uh, with Stardust, Stardust and Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods. And it's very interesting to think of that high school kid that's like an uber jock. But who also is in theater and reads comic books. Yeah, like, I'm going to be Jewel Ladder, and I'm going to do this at WrestleMania. My dad's Dusty Rhodes. Like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? He's this an is interesting so guy, and this is his, the getup he has, I think he debuted at WrestleMania, it's Mr. Sinister's uh, cowl and cape. He's very so clearly great. inspired. I'm so disappointed that this did not take, like, this didn't click. It didn't take flight. Pun intended? Yeah. Okay. It's such a shame because I do still like Goldust, his real his right. IRL half brother. Yes. Why didn't this work? It seems I don't know the the roadblock pay per view they just threw into the mix. Um, he had a match with Sami Zayn, Stardust did, and not in, didn't neither of them looked good in it. And we know that they can both wrestle. And I think a lot of people are putting it on that that Stardust at this point, Rhodes is kind of just going through the motions when he's in the ring. Like he still sure. cares about promos and being a weirdo. And doing all like the stardusty stuff, but wrestling is not really doing it since he's such a low card. Well, guy. now that we're at the end of our journey, when is a when is a guy like this ever worked? Goldust kind of worked, yeah, at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? And what though? do you mean, like as guy who has? Is it the makeup? Is it the full fantasy? makeup? The fantasy aspect? The like not the like full body tight type things? He's wearing like latex, right? It's some it's some sort of. Not Kevlar, but... Like a cat suit. Yeah. He's, he looks like a male cat woman. It looks like American Horror Story season yeah. one. Yeah. So, like, when has that ever worked? I don't think it... You know, I don't know if it has. <laughs> Why not? Because it... Because this is for kids, and what kid is going to like this? And they've made... And he's the bad guy, and they don't... But he's he, like a fun bad guy. Yeah, he's a Batman villain, as yeah. we've seen when he fought the Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this match eventually ends after 21 headbutts. Um, the Did dolphin. you really count it? Yeah. Because oh they gosh. go, uh, Dolphin, Daniel Bryan go, uh, t- they're both at the top of the ladder, start trading headbutts, and then they start doing them to, like, both heads hitting at the same time type of thing. And, yeah, obviously they're not full force headbutts, it but the guy matter. who has the post-concussion syndrome seizures should probably not be doing 21 fake headbutts either. It doesn't matter how fake they are because you could see the red welts on both of their foreheads. Oh, yeah, they're you can't contact. fake that. Yeah, yeah. It's such a bad idea. Yes. Even when we were watching it, we were just like, like a year ago, we were like, yeah, this because, is a bad because idea. We also, he had been injured. We knew that this was unlikely for him. Well, to... the, the thing that he was out for wasn't his head. It was for his neck. Oh, okay. That's a huge difference. Exactly. But there was there's a huge difference between neck. Because usually you think neck and broken back. Mm-hmm. And you don't think of concussion. 
Yeah, I guess they hadn't. I mean, I think people knew he might probably had had concussions after doing a flying headbutt mm-hmm. for years. Oh gosh. So, and this is one of those things where if you see this wrestling WrestleMania moment in a vacuum, it's it's great. He did a hard fart for thing. Sure. He just won the IC belt. They're going to do a little promo later with him, but we know it's his last. That's a good way to look at this match. as well. This is we can no longer look at things in a vacuum. By the time this WrestleMania occurs, not even looking back, just in general, we are in the reality era. Yes, nothing is in a vacuum anymore. Which is interesting because we'll talk about that vacuum in a few minutes once we get our post-match Dan O'Brien little segment. Right. But for this point in time, is this the WWE giving fans what they wanted? Because the second biggest guy in the match that everyone wanted to win is Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler and still Ambrose has heat. Too. Sure, Ambrose is a close third. Yeah. But at this point, it's number one yeah. Daniel Bryan, number two. And these guys are like, one of them got the best spot of the night. One of them won, and one of them almost won. Right, and this is like we've seen a lot of guys go from the headlining match to the opening match year after winning the title, even if they hadn't had to take time off. It happened a lot. Um, but, yeah, I think this is them giving – this is fan service. They know that they can still make money off Daniel Bryan in the S chant. Mm-hmm. So give him the IC belt. Let him go headline SmackDown. That – you know, I, I at a certain Which point – Which he did when we saw SmackDown like a month later. Yeah, and I think some of these – some of the stuff ends up being that Vince and the – people in power like as long as it's not the top like two guys three guys they're like yeah whatever so you get a lot more leeway for stuff to develop like this at the lower level they're not looking to push guys they're like yeah let's let them make money but just keep them off the you know the the marquee it's interesting that there's stature in a fake belt yeah i think this one just because the intercontinental belt because a lot of the it was it's always been thought of by smart fans as like the workhorse belt even though, you know... And we'll see that in our yeah. little fun promo in a few minutes. So yeah. Then we give our tap-out ad for yeah. tap-out clothes. Oh, I forgot about that, yeah. Which are about to premiere now. Yes. They've been hyping these tap-out clothes for a year. How long does it take to make a t-shirt? I don't know, man. This should not take a long time. Tap-out. All right. I don't know. Uh, but our next match, you know, and, and the, this is the first, you know, package of the night, and I think a lot of the... The before stories. the package, before okay. the package, Michael Cole pontificates about he didn't think he'd ever see Daniel Bryan after WrestleMania 30. Right. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to point that out, yeah, just so some foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Which, then we have our package, which is very good. Yeah, for, for Orton Rollins. Um, this is, and the, the story of this is that first. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. One last question. Serious question. And somebody that's gone to Wamania could tell us. When there's a giant break like this between, when there's like a ladder match or something and then a normal match. How many times is the theme played? Yeah, I have no idea. Because you hear, what is it, Ride of the Valkyrie or something like that? Yes. You hear that maybe four times as a TV viewer. Yeah. How many times in the fucking arena before they cut to that package is it playing? Well, I mean, I think it's in semi-real time to when they're showing, they show stuff in. But what about when there are ads? Like, do they cut, the, well, yeah, in the arena, we've been to, but we haven't been to a pay-per-view. We've right. been to fucking Raw and SmackDown they might and shit. Put a, yeah, if they don't put up, maybe it's just another one. Those ads are only 30 seconds, so. God damn. Yeah. These songs never end. <laughs> Song that never ends. At least the Ride of the Valkyries is better than the Sexy Boy over and over again. That's debatable. Yeah, it's rough. Sexy Boy is a great song to hear over and over again simply because of the hard stuff. There's yeah. no way to and seamlessly the, transition the, the that. New moaning, yeah. This one you could seamlessly transition, and then it just becomes an earworm. Right. Sexy boy is no earworm. No, you're very aware of it. So the the first package of the night is for the Seth Rollins Randy Orton match, and 
the story here is that you know for so long Randy Orton was the future of the company and the face of the company, first youngest champion, and I mean he's been in the company since twenty one and he's got the pedigree and all that. Um, but you know the the video puts it over that there's always another future on the horizon, um, and so this is around that you know they show Rollins who the last time we at a WrestleMania he was in the Shield um, after two awesome matches coincidentally with Evolution. Um, you know, a hunter or Triple H, whatever, says, well, there's always a plan B or a plan C or whatever, and re- recruited Rollins to the authority, and he turns on them and becomes a heel. Um, and so he's, Rollins is in the authority, and now he's kind of supplanted Orton as the face, as the future of the company. Um, they, they like, jump Really Orton quick, the whenever game. they talk about the future of the company, that's when they cut to Rollins giving curb stomps. Yeah. So I always equate the future with curb stomps, a move that they no longer allow. And they've removed now from the NXT DVD where Rollins won the first NXT title. He won via curb stomp, and they've removed that. Really? It's still in this, obviously, and they're still everywhere. But, yeah, uh, we, we will see the, the – my note in this promo is bring back the curb stomp. Um, I don't think a guy with a real-life Nazi girlfriend should bring back the curb stomp. I think it, then call it something else. Don't even call it the curb stomp. Because there's it's no different. Move. It's no different. You're putting the face of your opponent into the ground. Who cares? If it's the pedigree doing it, or yeah, your, yeah. Fi- your foot. It's a cool move. Yeah. So no, the, but the story then, you know, after Rollins supplants Orton, uh, you know, Orton jumped out of the gang basically, but kind of gets his in, back in the good graces. And you were just as I remember watching this, just waiting for him to turn on Rollins, which he inevitably does. Um, so they've got they've got a good story, and I, I think the the package is better than the story. It, For sure. Yeah. Well, because the reason why is you have one guy that can actually talk. In Rollins. No. What? Orton can't talk. No, I said Rollins can talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think, I, I just think, yeah, the story itself is so basic. It doesn't, but it doesn't need to do much because I think, no. they, yeah. And it's just, it's young, old, whatever, yeah. next generation. And and then when they come out, it's, mis, you know, Seth Rollins introduces Mr. Money in the Bank with J&J Security. They, they, they mention, I wonder if that'll come in play, you know, later. And it's a... Some foreshadowing. Do you, what do you think about J and J security? I I mean I like them. I think they ran, uh, they ran the gimmick into the ground a bit. But I thought it was an interesting thing to have like managers, ex wrestler managers like that. It was just nice to see managers. Yeah, and I think they they served the purpose and for what they were building, what they eventually would build Rollins into as a kind of a chicken shit heel champion. It was it's good to have like five foot seven guys who can get thrown around, and take an RKO and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I mean, that's my first note of this match is that, you know, when he double DDTs uh, J&J off the apron mm-hmm. and uh, takes them out of a- action almost immediately. Is this the best match for spots? Yes. Besides the tag team match? Uh, yeah, because, you know, Orton has, as we've said, he's got all those moves that look great, and Rollins is the most technically gifted. I, you know... Daniel Bryan could probably do a better chain match, but Rollins is, like, physically... Yeah. Gifted and wrestling gift. 100% agreed. Yeah. He's the best wrestler when healthy that they have. Yes. Maybe they've ever had. Quite possibly. Because he could do all the crazy Shawn Michaels stuff, but he could yeah, also do... Yeah, because he can do this, like, the stuff that his generation does mm-hmm. that that HBK, they weren't doing that, that exactly. Yet. They weren't doing 450s and Phoenix Splash. They were doing Moonsaults. Mm-hmm. So it's just the, the, the level they've added. Um, actually, my favorite part, and JBL has a lot of like good asides and one-liners, this whole mania, but... After J and J gets DDT, he's like, "Those are human beings, damn it!" <laughs> Got to stand up for the heel managers. I have a problem with JBL and the heel stuff tonight. What about? 
he can't. He's on the side of Cena later. He's on the side of the face. You know, he. This is. I. I don't mind it being inconsistent as long as it's internally consistent to his. I don't think it is. Yeah. Because he should hate everybody that took stuff from him, and Cena took sure. a title from him. Yeah, that you know, and, and that I don't know how much of it's like. That Cena's was because it was America over. versus the Cold War. Yeah, well, then it works. Like that's the way it's internal to the character. He should be on the side of the Cold War, because he should be on the side of Russia. No, I think as the Texan, as like the Texas American businessman, I think the America thing had a he had to put that. Yeah, over. but businessman. What's best for business? No, yeah. Blah 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 blah. America, because you can make more money. Okay, I mean, you fine. can you can argue it away. I think that works. Like, there's an example in NXT. Like, Corey Graves is a really good heel commentator, mm-hmm. but he likes certain teams in tag teams that are heel, their faces, just because he he like doesn't respect some gimmicks, even if they're face or heel, whatever. All right, all right. So anyway, this this is great for spots. I mean, Rollins is diving and all over the place. He moonsaults off the second rope and almost breaks his back on the table. He's doing that that kind of stuff, like the Shawn Michaels type stuff. Do you think it looks okay? So the package, everything is indoors. Yes, and I prefer it. Hold on, I prefer it when it's indoors, mm-hmm. and that sounds weird because like, so, but if you think about ten years ago, fifteen years ago, I felt like there'd be one aspect of every single video package that was like shot outside of somebody cutting a promo in like a basement or somebody's house, right. but it was like it, it didn't. I didn't like that. What I liked about this stuff is like 100% of it is from Raw, so it's dark yeah. arenas, and all of a sudden now we're in the bright sunlight. It makes it feel special. And it's special and different. They don't do state. They do stadiums once a year, and they don't do an open air stadium every year. And the fact that it's not even just this is the brightest. I cannot get over how right. important the sun is in this yeah. because what was it Miami where it was raining? It was yeah something like the, that. Yeah. New York was very dark and like 50 degrees. It They've never done an open air West Coast one. This is such a good idea. Right. They should just do San Diego and like start it late. Just say yeah. fuck it. We're doing this yeah. late. East Coast is more important. Yeah. Um you know and I I like that in this Orton he's the he's the face even though he's like a, his character's a tweener but he's the face and he's pumping the crowd up like for the RKO and stuff. Um he'll also at one point tease the punt. Like he he works the crowd like a face. Um and you know the the big spot that's like still my favorite might be my favorite thing of the night is oh, yeah. the curb stomp into an RKO. That was like the thing that Sports Center showed because it is like an incredible like feat of athleticism. Just two men. There was a move like this when it was Punk Orton too that they like nailed the RKO off of a uh, table or something like that. Uh, Punk had done the spring like the like go to springboard. Sleep no, he did the springboard off the ropes. Into the RKO. Yeah. So we get some art. We definitely get our RKOs. But I'd put that as like a top 10 all WrestleMania's holy shit moment. Yeah, maybe the... It's like it's the, the best, best spot that also like works by itself. Like I don't think anything from the TLCs works just by itself this well. You don't think a Hardy on a Hardy ladder move? <laughs> the decapitation one? Yeah. I don't know. This is so great because you get two of your stars doing their finishers at the same time. That doesn't... Not even countering. Just they're doing them at the same time. And what's even better about this is uh, they're both fine. Yeah. No one has to die. No one has There's to die. no neck breaking. This is just, oh, this is how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. S- protect the money, you fucking idiots. Just they're stop pros. hitting your skulls everywhere. Yeah. If you are going to hit something after this match. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's that being said, wins. if there are two guys that like lost a lot of brain cells on this entire one, I'd be fine with these two because they're already fucking idiots. They're so. pretty, they Considering like the entire card, I don't want Daniel Bryan to die. Right. 
I don't want Seth Rollins to die, but he's already a fucking idiot from Iowa. And it can and yeah, and it, just as far as something we've been, it, if we're tracking this match to match, neither of these guys will be wrestling at WrestleMania 32. So it's not a shame though. I don't give a shit about seeing Orton. I don't think anyone else is missing Orton. Yeah, I think it, depending what the story was, it or you know just. When has the story a, ever been good? No, no. I mean, w- whatever he's in. If it was some sort of ladder match and he can do some RKO's, I don't ladder. care. All right, he does one thing cool. Yeah, I think it. I, I think it works, and I think it pops the crowd, and I think it. Oh, it, it for sure. Hotter, you get a hotter. You know, it seems more exciting if he's involved, and I'd love to see Rollins. Rollins should be there. Rollins is great. His knees. He's just, just an idiot. Yeah, and I only say he's an idiot because you've talked to him. No, because of the Nazi girlfriend thing. You're so judgmental. Yes. <laughs> So after the Nazi loses, we cut to our uh, another commercial. This one's for toys. And then we cut to, in the front row, Ronda Rousey, big wrestling fan, big pro wrestling fan, Rowdy. Yep, she got her. She asked uh, Piper if she could use the nickname. He said, of course. Because he's a good guy, and she's they were, pretty cool. I highly recommend listening to their podcast together. Did you ever listen to it? No, I, I didn't make it that far. It's really nice and bittersweet, because he died soon after. Right. And, um, yeah. So yeah. listen, that's a fun one. I like yeah. that one. Listen to that. So now, now we get to one of our, I mean, this is, you know, it's not a headlining one just based on its position in the card, but this was one of the ones that they were built, they built this WrestleMania around. Yeah, so they it's, sure did. it's Icon versus Icon, it's the franchise versus the game, it's WCW versus WWE, and it's Sting versus Triple H. WCW wrapped in 2001? Yes. This is 2015. Correct. So there are 14 years of Sting working. But does it really count? Does it does TNA count? Does no, anything count? Um, as we learned in the in the Hulk Hogan uh, Gawker, <laughs> uh, when he was under oath, yeah. he had to say mention that he was at TNA, and he was like, they were like asking what that was, and he's like, oh, it's this small company, you probably haven't heard of it. There's a Mick Foley book that I'm reading. Oh god, this is depressing, and uh, it's called uh, Countdown to a Beatdown, something like that. Okay. It's his most recent book, mm-hmm. and he is in TNA at the time, but he's also doing WWE stuff at the time. Interesting. And the final match, like the countdown is for a Sting McFoley match. In the 2000s. In like 2010? Yeah. There's not one mention of like Joker Sting or like fucking anything. And just not, not good. Instead, it's JBL throughout the match being like, he tried to take our jobs. <laughs> yeah, but if you notice in that, they all bury WCW, even Cole. Oh yeah, for they sure. They all bury it, so it that kind of goes. I mean, and I think this, you know, the, the the promos is the package is fine. It's just a it's Triple H like, hey guys, remember me when I was the big face, but now I'm the authority. And then, um, I mean, the best part is uh, when Stephanie's cutting a promo because she's better on mic than him. Yeah. And she goes to slap Sting. He grabs her arm. So Triple H is the husband, and he's like, put his hands on you, take care of him. <laughs> Um, and the, my favorite shot is like, he goes into confront sting and Stephanie's like, no wait, And she's outside the ring and rises with the sledgehammer in her hand. And it's a call back, visual callback to, uh, Vince McMahon doing raising with his face, the crimson mask at WrestleMania 19, the same type of way. So it's, but it's like a Easter egg for, you know, it's like not I the most famous that. image, but they're, they definitely both did the same thing. Um, yeah, this, uh, the intros here, it's, it's funny for the the Sting one. I remember seeing it going like, "What the hell are they doing?" Like, wait, Sting's not Japanese. Like, why are they, there's Taiko drummers in Sting paint? Okay, so I have multiple questions about this, and I'm sure you don't have the answer to any of them. No, probably not. Is it because they were in San Francisco and there's a large Japanese population? I have no idea. Did Sting ever 
have a Japanese? I don't think so. Did Sting ever use a lot of drums in his opening? Why don't you Google any of this shit before we do this? Because I don't know if you knew. <laughs> no. Because I don't follow Sting. Neither How do I. you I've Google never... that? Why Sting Japan <laughs> intro? I'm sure I'd find Sting from ask the police. Je- ask Jeeves, man. I don't know what to tell you. All right, so there's really no reason for this. No. But it's fucked up that like it's better, way better than Triple H's intro. Right. And my favorite, though, is when they're burying WCW and JBL is burying Sting, he's like, this isn't Starcade, this is WrestleMania. <laughs> and then everyone has to go, what Starcade? Right. So Triple H, uh, the promo video is, you know, it's that outtake from WrestleMania or from Terminator where they, they nuked San Francisco. Oh, God. So bad. The Terminator heads up display, searching target acquired, all that. And then I, I mean, want to find the guy that's closest to being completely bald. Sting, let's fight Sting. <laughs> Makes me look better. Um, who find someone who's ten years older than me that I can wrestle? This Even is the I'm worst 45. Triple H intro yet. Yeah, and he's had some of the best. Tri- Fucking last year, the concubines, the concubines, works. and his wife was there. Yeah, but the concubines that was so the Game cool. of Thrones thing works. But now when we're doing. I have a Terminator. I have my skull mask on that I always have, but I also have the Terminators, oh. and I'm carrying Terminator skulls around for some reason. And there's Terminators on stage. When he rises on that platform, there's the thing that's going to hold the Terminator arms when he leaves. It looks like he's an action figure with a stick up his ass. Yeah, it really looks silly. <laughs> that's the silliness. That's the silly. Part. Not the 55 year old Christian man in Sting makeup. <laughs> well, who else is going to wear Sting makeup? <laughs> Fake Sting. So, uh, Didn't they have a fake sting? Yeah, they did. Okay. That's, what that was. That's why I ask you the fucking questions instead of Google it. Jesus Christ. The specifics, man, have been lost to time. Um, and then we have Arnold. WrestleMania, Judgment Day is here. It's time to play the game. He's so happy to be there. Yeah. Like he's he got, can't do it. He's a cool-looking dude. He's got a leather jacket with the, the hoodie sewn in. Cool dude. Yeah, so as I said earlier, I don't know how much Paramount paid for this. Could not find that online. Um, when he gets to the ring... Cause like says something about symbolism, which is great that he uh, now, but he now knows what symbolism means. Uh, being being the Terminator is symbolic for I'm going to terminate you. It's not like when they hung the cop in the ring. Uh, Michael Cole talking about symbolism is the worst part about wrestling. Yeah, it's not great. It's so bad. Yeah. Um. So the story of the match is that Sting, you know, at 56 dominates early. It's getting the you still got a chance. Very vocal crowd. Speaking of 56, we're about 56 minutes in. Okay. No joke. Yeah. At this point, I wrote down, this is maybe the best paced mania thus far. Yeah, I can see that. Things change. The first this, hour of this, okay. from the Ella Coulter intro to exactly the hour mark, Yeah, we've had an amazing ladder match, a very, very good technical wrestling match, uh, staying for the first time in mania, the worst Triple H entrance of all time, right. and a very hip man singing "America the Beautiful" in a stadium that looks great. So far, sure. so great. Right. Not one real big complaint. I actually don't find the pacing of it. Even looking at it on paper, going, "That's a lot of non-wrestling." For oh some reason, I didn't feel as bored as I did in a we'll lot. We'll talk about reasons. a half-hour chunk coming up. Anyways, back to Sting. Back to two old men proving nothing to no one. Yeah. It's. I mean, this is really only to, for Triple H to prove something. And I mean, as we said, they're going to bury. WCW the whole time. Um, it goes about eight minutes, um, you know, yeah, it before. It goes about eight minutes before things yeah, change. Before go, so just for no reason, DX theme hits, Road Dog, Billy Gunn, and X-Pac come down. 
um, Sting clears the ring and does a top rope dive outside, and they go, the Monday Night War has come to life. And as we said, Monday Night War ended in 2001. It just looked like old men hanging out with other old men. And I didn't realize, you know, I sometimes I have a chance to listen to our last one before we do this, but if you remember in the last Mania, the Shield destroyed Kane and the New Age Outlaws, and JBL was like... <laughs> the Attitude Era is over. Yeah. And so we immediately brought it back. So it was the but needed like, that it's be put like over. these. I don't know which one of them. It could be, okay, it could be the, any of them. He's wearing like green workout shoes, like green oh, running yeah. shoes. It's like yeah, that's what fucking old dudes do. Wearing black t shirt, but I gotta wear my gotta wear my sneakers. Yeah, they're all jocks. So you know, Sting uh, uh, gets basically backs into a pedigree, um, but kicks out. So of course it's sledgehammer time. So to even the score. Here comes NWO, Hogan, Scott Hall, and uh, Kevin Nash. Um, this is the worst storytelling in this show. I don't know when a story has been more poorly told. Yeah, because they all do three say, of these guys from yeah. WCW were in WWF. Yes, all three are in the Hall of Fame. Yes, one of them is referred to as separate names. It's the same person. Razor Ramon and Scott Hall is Scott Hall the same person? They they use both names interchangeably. I would say they almost tell the story for a second. Who are they coming for? Because sure, I'll the give story you that. of that is that. that, and this is something I do know, is the basic like the entire run of the Outsiders to the end of to, of the end of WCW mm-hmm. was the essential story was NWO versus everybody, and specifically Sting, who never joined them because he is the vigilante. <laughs> Yeah, so he he didn't join the wolf pack. He's a vigilante. It's very different concepts. So he never, but it was always that he he didn't join, or you know the four horsemen would you know this is before that, but the four horsemen would like he join or be on their side and then they turn on him or something. Like it was always that he was the good guy, who was always gullible enough to think that so he Sting is an idiot. Sting's an idiot. But this is the thing too. Speaking of that, we do know, and it's been in brought into kayfabe that Triple H and HBK are the click with Scott Hall. And Kevin Nash. So we, this is when they say, oh, who is he coming for? So for some reason, Sting's longtime enemies are coming to save him because of that company they were in, their previous employer before their current employer, who was also their first employer. So why they would have any loyalty to the company that they ran to the ground, I don't know. But they have to even it, the score, at least, the numbers. Okay, this had to be, whose idea was this? Triple H. You think? Yeah, of course it's Triple H. Because he's like, hey, first of all, he's not wrong. As dumb as this is, everyone was really into it in, in that in that stadium. Sure. I was not. Yeah, but Even you live. also were not an attitude. Like, no, this is that's the, the one thing. thing. I hate the fucking attitude. Era. Yes, you do. And most wrestling fans Are love fucking it. fucking idiots. Yes, we've gone over this. Goddamn so, mouth breeders. So this is why, yeah, I mean, JBL has to go. This is a fight we wanted to see in the 90s. It may be a little late, and it's like, yeah, it's really late. It's like 15 years late, but this is, once again, the things that they fucked up and the fact that they never did have Sting until now. You know, and they could they tell another story? Yeah, but you have Sting. If you're not going to do Sting, Undertaker, and two forces of evil, because it's going to be two faces, which they could easily have done, but they clearly, they made it, the way they brought him in as a vigilante and up against the authority, it's going to be proxies for WWF and WCW. You know what would have been the best Taker Sting booking ever? What? The year, like this year, it should have been clearly Taker mm-hmm. Sting. Yes. The first, like, draw count out or something like that. To, like, because the streak's already over. Right, right. Definitely. It doesn't bury anybody. Yeah, they both go over. And I think maybe the fact that Bray's 
ended up in that spot. Maybe that was a eight. I mean, they had talked about that for so long that like why they didn't do it first says to me, Triple H, or the 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 authority in real life was like, well, we're gonna bury them one more time as they've done. Consistently. Do you think that the goal was to try to get two manias out of Sting? Oh, definitely. And yeah. then he just is like, and then you got his neck almost turned, died. His neck turned to dust, and oh god, yeah. So yeah, I mean. They they end up going, you know. They all take bumps. Here, oh, and look really, really quick. Bad for this it. is what we should talk about. What the lessons we need to. This is the lesson in this whole thing. Do things while you can, and if not, do them eventually. No, no, like just do things. <laughs> sure, do do things as soon as you have the ability to do the thing. Oh, don't yeah, put no, anything the sting, off. The sting taker thing. Yeah, don't say our two year plan for a fifty six year old wrestler. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing. I mean, I could even say, hey. We wanted Rollins to do this year, and our our plan next year will be this. That's fine. Twenty seven year old, twenty nine year old guy. That's great. Don't do that with a fifty six year old with a lot of miles on his on his body. I mean, they shouldn't be planning multi year things for most of these guys at a certain point. Yeah. Don't plan for two years for Dan O'Brien. I mean, I I know it. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeesh. So yeah, this this <laughs> match, they all all the DX and NWI guys who come in take a bump. I think Nash really hurt himself. Um, not like he didn't break a hip, but he was he was hurt, and um, they all take bumps. The one guy that's take. got like a besides like the Rock that has a pretty decent movie career with Magic Mike is got yeah hurt. is Nash yeah damn. Um, but then the only guy missing from this is HPK to hit sweet sweet chin music out of nowhere gets a good boo and cheer mix. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because at this point they are rooting for Sting because he's against the authority. How could that not be a show on the network? Just like Triple H and Shawn Michaels bromance. We had it. It was the attitude. Era. I know, but yeah. like, how is it not well, a current a dad thing? And, a, and one of them's a Christian. So? so yeah. So well, now it would just be a set. It would just be them like barbecuing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Give hey, it give five it t- years. Give it time. Um, HPK smartest one there doesn't take a bump. Yeah. Uh, and then it it becomes the also the battle of the sledgehammer versus the bat, and a a bat can break a sledgehammer in half. <laughs> uh, but Triple H still uses the sledgehammer to win because why not? Uh, because the click always wins. That's fucking why. <laughs> JBL goes the right side one again, uh, and then Triple H gives him the handshake and lets and you know the NWO helps Sting up. I really was ho- like, the more I know, I didn't know this when we watched it, but like knowing the history and more WCW NWO stuff, it would have been hilarious if they had jumped Sting. If NWO oh, yeah. went heel again yeah, and just turned on great. Sting. And actually, storyline-wise, fucking why not? Sting's the only one of those four guys who's going to wrestle That's ever true. again. They should have just given it even more face heat. So I like that we talked about all that, and we didn't even mention that when the badass NWO come out, Hogan's doing his guitar strumming. air guitar. What? Oh, man. <laughs> the worst. I hate that People theme. People are all trash. I hate that theme so much. Okay, so... You probably like this next segment, but it's so awkward. It is so awkward, but I like almost every party involved. I like that it's, yes, almost everyone, but I like that it exists. Maria Menounos is my favorite celebrity in the WWE universe. Yes. Hands down. She's wearing a Bushwhacker shirt. Future Hall of Famer. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think I have a crush, and I've always had a crush on Maria Menounos. Yeah, it's a real, uh, what a controversial statement. She just got engaged in real life. Good for She's her. been dating the same guy for like 19 years. It, look up, look it up. Yeah. It's like he's a how what? Yeah. Look it up. All right. It's now looking it up. Make right it now. question things in life. She's wearing a bushwhacker shirt because they just got inducted in the Hall of Fame. This is our Intercontinental Championship 
like hangout. Yeah. Uh, she's interviewing Daniel Bryan, who is really bad at being off the cuff. He does. He's not horrible. He's just bad. And the, I think the gimmick too is the the fact that they keep interrupting him. So he's yeah, but he's he's, he he needs of, to keep talking for that to happen. Yeah. So Pat Patterson comes out, um, who I didn't realize is a thick accent. Yeah, yeah French Canadian. Yeah. He comes out, and then uh, Rowdy Rowdy comes out. Oh, be- between every single one of these, Daniel Bryan has like to answer another. They're trying question. to answer. Maria's right. fucking awesome at her job, so she knows how yeah. to do this shit. He doesn't. Uh, Rowdy's there. It's so fucking good. Rowdy he, says, "Do you have the line?" No, he just goes when I, I keep trying to change the question, and you keep having the answers, or something like that. Kisses him on the forehead. He's, he's referencing his most famous uh, line. It's great. He's wearing, he's still wearing his villain shirt. He says hi to Maria. You know he he's got love in his heart. He's still painted half black. It's it's real weird. Hasn't washed off. It's very strange. <laughs> Steamboat comes out. Sounds and looks the best. Definitely. Also really bad uh, <laughs> with his lines. Yeah. But he looks and sounds great. Speaking of not looking great but sounding amazing is Ric Flair, who is so fucking smooth, even though he looks like a burn victim at this point. He does. He looks who like- burnt their purse and left it backstage? Then Bret Hart comes out, who is really bad at hitting his mark. Yeah. Uh, and also misses his cue. He comes in way too early. Then Ron Simmons has to come out and say damn to sell three t-shirts that say damn because that's all the only people buying it. Right. Then they do a damn and then they go back to our yes chant. Yes. Bret Hart. It's interesting to see these guys all together. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, it's it, like three generations of wrestlers. Yeah. It's, it's also weird to think that like Piper and Hart are very close in age. They yes. feel decades apart. Yes. It's also weird that there's no, like, middle ground. There's no, like, Shawn Michaels to be there, who could be there, who was just out there. Yes. Like, they have to jump a generation for no seemingly no reason. Yeah, I, I just feel like, I guess, first of all, it would have made much more sense. There's no reason for Hart to be there and not Michaels, because Michaels is the one who actually trained Daniel Bryan and was an advocate for him in the, mm-hmm. in the company. Yeah. So that already doesn't make any sense, and it wasn't like he would. Michaels did a super kick and left. He could have yeah. Been we don't see him again doing the segment. Yeah, they didn't pay him enough, I guess. What the fuck? It's very so weird. It makes no sense for him. Yeah, and that's the final time you'll see uh, Rowdy in a WrestleMania that isn't that's live, and yes. that's sad because yeah. he was my favorite, and he was the best, other than that one racist gimmick. <laughs> I'm which, glad we finally came around that. Uh, which he will still agree. say was not racist. <laughs> Well, he won't say it anymore. So take it back. Apologize still, to Rob. <laughs> so then we cut to uh, our musical performance, our if, annual Skylar Gray, our annual five-minute piss break. Uh, oh, it's longer than I think five minutes. I don't think it is. I, I, I was oh, okay. watching the. It just feels like that. Okay. Uh, Skylar Gray with legendary drummer. His their billing, not mine. Travis yeah, Parker. Yeah, that's what I have to. And you know, not legendary, but like famous drummer. But legendary drummer. They had to go legendary. He almost died in a plane crash. That makes him legendary. Yeah, survived. And Kid Ink doing the David Guetta song that she featured on mm-hmm. that I just have this fucking song It's my note because I think I was watching a lot. Like, the bumpers never change. The view never changes. The bumpers never change on the network. So, like, when I was watching stuff from the lead-up to this, all the time, so many times, it's a horrible song. Uh, it took me a second to realize what Barker was wearing. What's he wearing? It looks like a parental. It's the styling of the parental advisory shirt. They have a Dean Ambrose like unstable because they used to have like mm-hmm. Moxley shirts like that, but it's not. And it's a world famous Wrecking Crew shirt, which I'm like, all right, cool. Barker Barker at least respects his nice. elders. Yeah. Um. This this happened. Um. 
After that, we get our Mountain Dew Kickstart commercial, which I've also question. seen a million times. Um, yeah. I'm going to do a story on this. You should do a story on this. Somebody sure. should do a story on this. I want to know what the wrestlers that just didn't make the cut, or maybe the wrestlers in the Battle Royale, somebody like that. Like yes. they like, What do they think of the concerts that have become part of pay-per-views and WrestleManias? Right. I mean, of, and the stuff that they could be in a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they Michael, also, yeah, Mountain Dew Kickstarter ad. Yeah, and then we also cut to our military base watch party, which, which is, is our fine. Yeah, we yeah don't that's have, fine. Yeah, there's no military, no U.S. military that they cut to in the thing. Yeah. Okay. So then we have a match, but no video package, and I kind of wanted a video package. Yeah, there's um, there's an actual story here. Yes and no. I Shoot. feel like they could, anyway they could you can always cut together a package. Some of these cut together stuff and cut out whole years out of the story. Um, you know. Paige and AJ Lee versus the Bellas. The story is basically the anti divas versus the divas. Now, Paige and AJ, this is an interesting, not interesting, but I think it's noteworthy. AJ wins the belt last year. She retains. retains. The next night on Raw, Paige debuts and takes the belt. Yes. Okay, she wins it back. Somebody, blah, 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 blah. They went back and forth. Exactly. The, now they're teaming up to fight the Bella Twins, who are the stars of Total Divas. At this point, Paige is not a D on Divas yet. Not I, on Total I think Divas. they mentioned, but she's always they have her on the show. But she's a, her character is the anti Diva. Exactly, like she's the goth chick. AJ Lee in real life, not on Total Divas. No, and she had also she's there's a ver, there's her pipe bomb where she's talked about you know she did the, kind of the punk type thing and was talking about like this should be about how you are in the ring and the mic and not about like what you look like or who you're sitting mm-hmm. with type of thing. That's interesting. Yes. That deserves to be a storyline. Yes. And the fact that I'm they... i sorry, do that, that deserves to have a video, video package. Video package, right. Um, yeah, I think this match, they took their top four women and put them in a match, which is, hey... Awesome. That's progress. That's, that's the best match we've seen for a women's match in God knows how long. Since, like, best, Sable did is, a match in, like, 15. This is, I think, until this point, this is the best uh, women's wrestling in Mania. Which is sad. Yes. Because this is still only about a seven-minute match. Where everything else, if you noticed, goes 14 to 18. Yeah. It's very strange because all the matches go the same length. Whereas last, the in 30, there's four matches that go like 20, 25, and then a couple of piss breaks mm-hmm. type length matches. This is like very consistent. doesn't matter if you're at the top of the car or the bottom. You're getting 13 to 15, 16 minutes, and then this one gets seven. Paige comes out first. She's pretty over at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, then AJ comes out. Doesn't seem to want to be there. Yeah, Does not have, make eye contact with the camera. Yes. Kind of shy, not shies away from it, but intentionally looks to the opposite direction. Yeah. Um, inevitably, she has to make eye contact with the camera because that's how cameras work. And if yeah. it's in front of your fucking face and you just want to match. But it's interesting. Like, she doesn't seem to want to be there. That being said, at this point, sh- her she's just engaged to punk or they're married. Yeah, I think point. they got married that. Summer? No, because when they've already... Like, either way, no, they, I think they're they married, together. They've been married because they got married... He got fired in 2014, and he got... There you go. They're married. Yeah. He got fired on the day they got, they got, they got, the day they got married. There you go. So they're together. Everyone knows that in the yes. arena. I don't hear any I CM Punk chants. I have two. I have a bunch of notes on all the okay, context great. of all this. So maybe you should go. Yeah. So in I think it's February of uh, before this mania. 2015. Yes. Okay. Where I think it was... Uh, um, Boyhood, who won the Patricia Arquette? Yes. So she had made her her big speech about sex in Hollywood and about women, and Stephanie McMahon on Twitter like did a "You Go Girl" like tweet thing, to which AJ Lee responded, 
Your female wrestlers have record-selling merchandise and have starred in the highest-rated segment of the show several times, and yet they receive a fraction of the wages and screen time of the majority of the male roster. Hashtag use your voice. Because they were that was the tag that oh, Stephanie shit. was using. Oh, shit. And so a couple weeks later, they were like, we hear you. And they like responded. Vince's Twitter responded. Stephanie responded. At the same time of this, February, uh, WWE's doctor sues Punk for libel or defamation or whatever from the the podcast so there's these two things happening the where podcast being cold cabana yes show. And, and if you're also, listening to this you've probably heard yeah. that and um at the same time this is like give divas a chance start uh because at some point in this in this run there's like a 30 second divas match so give divas a chance started so this is all those seeds are happening and and also her husband is being sued by the company he's fired by so there's a lot of reasons why she might not want to actually give a shit in this um and in a lot, in a lot of ways, we get, I'll get to the more more of that story after the match. But basically, there is still, unfortunately, some of the same bullshit sexism we've seen. JB, uh, King says that. Oh, yeah, I'm glad sure. that the Bellas aren't mind readers because I'd be getting slapped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. St- how the fuck are there still puppies posters? Somebody yeah. is the same. Is it the same? It looks like the same fucking poster. Probably same fucking neck uh, mouth breather. There's also one. Nikki will give you babies, and it's just like, ugh, it's just gross. So I mean the ma- the match is, is is solid. The one thing is that that AJ it's fine. AJ is sleeping. You could see, yeah, she gets knocked out and then just plays dead from until the finish. It's the match is in two parts. The first part, Paige is in the ring, and then the second part, AJ's in the ring, and that's it. Yes, there's some good spots. They're fine, but yeah. you could watch Raw now. Almost any women's match is going to be better, Definitely. which is great. They've come a long way. They're still not nearly where they need to be. No, no, but it's, for yeah, one calendar important. year. It's pretty oh, it's impressive. Be, yeah, the fact that we're going to have the best women's match of WrestleMania history, of like WWE history, in a, in two weeks is pretty Hell, great. Hell, by like SummerSlam, you had an amazing match in NXT that's like, oh, most yeah, people yeah, consider course, one of the of matches of the year. Yeah, but to be at this... What is it, four uh, months later, three months later? Like in that little window. Right. Cause so, AJ wins. Yes. AJ and Paige beat the Bella Twins. AJ gets a really cool submission. Yes. What's it called? It's uh, the Black Widow. The Black Widow. She like ties her up. It's it looks great. Yeah. It's, it's like an octopus hold or something. But yeah. yeah Black it, Widow because that was her. You know, went with her gimmick mm-hmm. of the crazy girlfriend. So she wins. Yes. They celebrate. She seems happy to be there. Yes. So the next night, the the night after WrestleMania, the Raw after WrestleMania is a, usually a really big show. Uh, it's at this point, the last few years, I guess, or I don't know how long, it has a reputation as really like uh, smarky crowd. It's a lot of people who are doing the whole week or weekend of WrestleMania, and they had a really it, AJ came out in a Bailey shirt, which got like was like some of the first crossover with NXT, um, and they had a good. I think it was a six woman, so I think it's the four that are involved here plus Natty and Naomi, and it was one of the best Divas matches they had in a while. It's probably better than this match. The crowd, that's the night they, they all did, along with CM Punk Chance. They did, you suck, Brian, you suck, Cena, and taunted the, the female wrestlers. AJ retires and quit the company within a week. Um, you know, and, and she hasn't really spoken public about that, you know, but, I mean, you can, there's enough around it that you can assume yeah. why. Um, and in a way, like, it's, I find her a lot, like, kind of how Daniel Bryan, I feel like, doesn't, like, like CM Punk, is the sacrificial lamb that like lets Daniel Bryan get to that that level, you know? And he kind of pushed back against it and was kind of a dick about it and kind of opened that door. And in a lot of ways, I feel like she's kind of AJ Lee being at the tail end of like the crappy part of the divas, like and her being vocal and public before leaving the company. I mean, it's a few months later they do the divas revolution, so which was 
very much a response to give you the chance, which was very much a response to her speaking out and going, hey, what the hell? So, you know, it's a, it sucks. It, and I, I don't think she, she'll be back necessarily. We'll see. You know? You never know. Yeah. The so. way all of these things work. And, I mean, even the Hall of Fame ceremony, our woman inducted is the one that put the belt in the, in the trash, trash can. can. So you yeah. never know. Um, it's so weird. Yeah, we could cut right to that. There's a couple other little commercial things. But the, the Hall of Fame ceremony. Oh, yeah, WWE Gives Back is the next one. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't even know what it was. I just put WWE commercial. They just yeah, they give back whatever that yeah. was. And then you could clearly see Rick Rubin behind the announcers for the duration oh, yeah. of the night. It's like yeah. the first time you could really see him. Then we have our Hall of Fame. Yes, and our class pretty solid. Bushwhackers, Larry Zabisco, Alundra Blaze, a.k.a. Medusa, Tatsumi Fujinami, Rikishi, uh, the first annual Warrior Award to Connor the Crusher, uh, and Schwarzenegger, Macho Man, and Kevin Nash. Um, the the Warrior Award thing, uh, Dana Warrior, it's like I've watched this Hall of Fame ceremony, mm-hmm. and she spoke about her husband and about the Warrior Award. Then Daniel Bryan introduced the father of the of the kid. Yeah. So it's like three tear-jerking things for different reasons. Like Daniel Bryan's is like, don't watch that if you don't want to cry. And even Dana Warriors, which has a line, you know, even though Warrior and Connor have taken their last breaths and they've journeyed into parts unknown. Yeah, it's pretty... And her last name is Warrior. It's still like... It's, it's I mean, still touching. She's still a widow, you know? It's like... Yeah. And then like having Connor's sibling going i love you connor like it's a oh boy it's a mess but there is a part of that speech that's incredibly important and it pretty much is like sums up why we're doing this the daniel bryan one daniel bryan one this isn't wrestling we're not really wrestlers anymore we're imitating what wrestling is that's what fucking level are we on now last time we talked about the four levels yeah is this like a fifth level? There's the fifth, like this, the sports entertainment. We This is all theater. Every yeah. single person. Know your role because we all fucking got one. Yeah. Um, this the, is the one thing to, if you're like, how do I make someone at least consider wrestling? Show them this Daniel Bryan speech. Fair. And that might be the thing that, hey, maybe they'll stop making fun of you because they're crying. I would say either that or even the, I mean, I think that touches on it a lot. I think the retirement speech is still so good. Oh, yeah. But you kind of have to care somewhat for the retirement speech. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, he doesn't want to get concussed anymore? I don't yeah. give a fuck. No, show him a fucking dead no, kid. dead kid, yeah. And, uh, then rem- and then show him footage of, like, fucking behind the scenes at 30. Oh, uh, yeah, that's pretty rough. I will say the only thing about them being on stage uh, is that the warrior statue is on stage. <laughs> <laughs> like, they can never not undercut a nice moment. They're just really bad about that. No matter what, just you know who you are. Yeah. You know, we're all white trash. Let's just accept it. And then we get a video game commercial, and we're now at our two-hour mark. So we still have three... We have no, like two hours. Two hours to go. No, I was saying how many matches. It's three, oh, ma- it's three yeah, matches yeah, left. Yeah. Um, this is my. Yeah, I, this is like the this is the best. This is my favorite everything. Yeah. So this is Rusev or Cena. See, okay, here's the thing. We watched this live, and yeah. you had a party at your house, and I'd say what out of the people there, I'd say like two thirds were fans, mm-hmm. and then the rest were just like I've seen Raw once, or right. I've seen I know who Hulk Hogan is. This is the match that everyone was like, this is the best. Yeah, this is of the night's pops. Like, for me, I think I might have, like, this is two, only to the last, the, to the headlining this match. This is my favorite. It's not the this best. This is my favorite. I, this is my favorite I, everything. Yeah, this, we were, I remember freaking out. This was so great. So it's Rusev and Cena, and this is American hero John Cena. I mean, we just saw in the previous, you know, WrestleMania, it was like John Cena 
versus his dark side. Like, and then before that, which it's is just, good, yeah. And before that, John Cena versus The Rock twice. So this is him fully in like salute, you know, twirling gun mode <laughs> versus the the Rusev, who is like Rusev at the time undefeated. Yes, uh, you know, basically saying the U.S. is a cancer. If you had a soul, God would spit on it. That's a quote. That's so good. Yeah. And it's like Cena in, you could talk about me, but don't talk about America, Jack. Don't talk about these fans. You know, and and just Rusev's intro, which last year we kind of saw like, yeah, when you go against Cena. No, we got to talk about the video package. We're not done. We can't just cut. What? He's the Cold War. Yes. So it's 2015 and Rusev represents Russia and he's from Bulgaria. Yes. I don't <laughs> understand. What's the problem here? It's 20 years too late, which makes it so much better. But is it? Because Putin sure, is seriously... Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, he in, had, had they invaded yet? Or was that later in the summer? This is so great. Yeah, Russia is... Like, the Cold War is over, but we're in a new era with, oh, with Russia being a, a geopolitical player that we, you know, might They're be in the ruthless aggression era, though. They're not even yeah, close to not, reality. Yeah. It's, it's then we era. have the best intro. Man. We could say this... With oh no, this is like the there's thirty one years of intros. This is the best, hands down, the best intro. Soldiers, Russian soldiers, cannons, giant Russian flags. Lana wearing a mink, carrying the belt, and Rusev riding in on a goddamn tank. He's got a tank. It's just amazing. He's it's just got like, a tank. Yeah. He came out. A man came out in a tank. The from our enemies. Get the tank! How much did they spend on the tank? Maybe that was their deal with the uh, with the National Guard this year. Let's borrow a tank. It's the best. It's, yeah. You can't top it. No, I mean, they try with Cena's video, but there's nothing that's going to do. Oh, bullshit. The video is so is good. Cena for President? Cena for President is the best video. Correct. Of all time. Not Ronald. just wrestling. All time. All time. Okay, well, you're here. Uh, you're here are just some of the things in the John Cena video. Ronald Reagan, factories, NASA, Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg, Michael Jordan, John F. Kennedy, the Statue of Liberty, Jackie Robinson, Barack Hussein Obama, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, 9-11, George W. Bush, and so much fucking more. I love this video so fucking much it's like if they were playing family feud and the topic was america and they just filled like <laughs> survey so says ronald reagan it, it's, it, nothing could top this because it means everything and nothing at the exact same time yeah there's no i mean it's it's america there's no nuance it's, it's john so cena there's no fucking nuance. good what does john cena have for his intro goddamn nothing, nothing. it's john cena time it's so good. It's so fucking good. Yeah. He doesn't have time for goddamn tanks. He's got time for booze, which everyone in the stadium wants to do. And this is a great cl- crowd because they you could hear them doing the John Cena sucks. It's just singing it. It's so clear. John Cena sucks. It's so fun. So fun to do. Try it at home. Oh, my God. This match is good. It's solid. It's a three and a half. Like it's a, it's no, a, no, no, no. We haven't gotten to the match yet. John Cena's in the ring. Okay. I'm... You want to, like, narrate each of Our his challenger. No, 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 no. Rusev interrupts. Okay. He goes, I am the champion. <laughs> Introduce me first. And John goes, whatever, man. 
And then they introduce Rusev first because I've never seen that happen. Has the heel ever made the announcer announce him first? Probably in the history of wrestling, but I know you, you get fixated on the WrestleMania stage. No, because we've watched them all. I don't know. That's the fucking shit. It's these little details that make it so much better. Yeah. Rusev is a really great heel. Oh, not good. not just because the gimmicks surprisingly works well in the in 2010. No, he's he's really good at his job. Period. Um, also, he looks like he smells bad, which yeah, always big hairy with yeah. beast up. But in real life, you could tell he doesn't smell bad. But like in the rings, I he's, he mar- he's marrying Lana. He's doing pretty good. He's a really smart guy. Yeah. Um, this match, the great thing also about Rusev, yeah, he's good in all. You know what? By the way, I want to. The reason why I mentioned that and I made a note of that is because when we were watching this live, yeah. the entire party that you had was cheering and like hooting yeah. and hollering. For we Rusev. missed like the first five minutes. No, 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 no. It was Rusev, and then it was George Bush and Ronald Reagan and Barack Obama all mashed together. Yeah, and then we were just couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. We, I think we missed the first five minutes from like the Cena music and chanting. John Cena sucks to yeah. the actual like what happened. He, yeah, I have never been that wrapped up in a sports entertainment anything than seeing this live. Yeah, I I think we'll get on a on a different level of spectacle. I think the Shane Taker match is going to have that. No, it's not. Not going to have a tank, but it's no, good. that's going to be that's going to provide the part of the night where everyone is like, "What the fuck are we even doing no, with our lives?" No, this is nothing. Will make us all collectively laugh. And scream collectively. That yeah. was the, the in the Russian tradition. <laughs> what could to- nothing could top this? Yeah. Because we also, I didn't see it coming. I had no idea what was going to happen. I think I we think watched Rumble come- that year. Yes. And like that, I think that might have been the last thing I saw. Right. And I, I, I mean, if New Day zip lines on unicorns, which might happen, which might happen. So I will like New Day. Okay, but New Day's like that's going to be one sided. This okay, just the tank in the video is pretty great. Yeah. Then you add in John Cena's sucking chant. You head in John Cena's video. You have Rusev make. It's oh fuck. It's gonna be tough to top. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna disagree with you. It's the one of the best parts of this night. Best parts of any WrestleMania. There ever. is a match that happens. Oh whatever. I don't care about that. No, I mean I like it's it. fine. No, it's, no, it's, a, it's a decent it. match. Yeah. Other than Cena's uh, springboard stunner, which he failed, he still didn't hit. Um. But Rusev a lot of gets submission in his holds. Office. Yeah, he gets his offense in, you know, and they he had beat him clean, and he had, well he had made him pass out at fast lane. They continued this feud a couple more times and had a couple good more ma- good matches and stuff. And you know, getting the U.S. title is what why Cena was probably the most valuable player of 2015 because he put on sure. the U.S. Open channel title challenge, whatever he called it. It was fun week, and showcased a lot of guys. Had you know, it led to feuds with Owens and yeah. Just solid stuff, and he he is he will be missed because he will not be wrestling at WrestleMania. But let's continue the match. Uh, Lana throws her shoe in the ring. <laughs> yeah, for like, like it's not something you could be like. Where did that come from? It's clear. She's wearing like white pumps. It's not like. Yeah, and she does get involved inevitably on the apron. Uh, gets knocked off the. That's the finish. Is you know, Cena gets out of the way. She takes the bump. Rusev is distracted and. AA for the victory. Cena wins, and then Rusev disavows Lana. <laughs> He's just yelling at her in Bulgarian while she's being attended to by the doctor. And then he walks up the ramp, and then Ru- and then Lana's still there, like crying. Yes, so he's really good great. at being a heel. IRL, they're together. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. Oh, it's such a good. Apparently, she's back in the doghouse, but 
she's on she's on TV again. So who knows? It's such a good match. So now this is the part we, we can kind of breeze through this, but there is the commercial for Dallas featuring the Undertaker, John Cena, Daniel Bryan. I see where you're going with this, Brock Lesnar. So fifty so. percent. That's not bad. Uh, they also cut to, which I thought was interesting, the way to do the recap, even though they kind of do it in a strange way. They cut to stuff that was taped beforehand mm-hmm. of Renee, Booker T, Corey Graves, Byron Saxton, essentially setting up the recaps of the tag match and the battle royale, except then the the recaps are, are called by Cole. Just, re- just strange. Like, just let them do the thing. Um, but anyway, we already talked about those matches. Then we cut to a thing that is really, really long. It's twenty four it, minutes long. Actually. It didn't feel that long. It doesn't. But when you watched it the first, when I watched it the first time, because yeah. that was the thing for the people that didn't watch it, like me, I was like, "Oh, Ronda mm. Rousey, that's awesome. Right. I like The Rock. I wonder how often The Rock is here. Apparently, every single year for WrestleMania, yeah, his fourth straight once in a lifetime moment. It's uh, fifth. No, hosting, hosting, two oh, wrestling, fuck, and you're right, opening Jesus promo, Christ. and now head like main main event promo. I remember enjoying this. Rousey segment live. I think what works when you're watching this with people and drinking and having a party is the long periods in between is when you're talking about how great this is or or about what's going on. But when you're watching this on a Monday and like, all right, Rock, can you fucking start the promo already? (laughs) How much of this was them? And I maybe you brought this up before or someone brought it up. How much of this was them trying to wait for the sun to go down? I think a lot of it. Yeah, because it's 24 minutes long. It really doesn't have to be. I have a note that between the end of the Cena match, which is at minute 228, Mm -hmm. and the, like, a taker entrance, it's from 228 to 306. Yeah. There's almost an hour of nothing going on. Right. Because the sun is still out. Guess what? The sun was still fucking out when The Undertaker came out. they should have talked longer. But it's a half-hour promo featuring the authority, so basically every episode of Raw. (laughs) I I think along with anybody else thought like oh they're setting it up for next year's WrestleMania. Yeah, and it's interesting that it turns out that neither of them will be able to because of see this is the thing too the whole like you know, putting over UFC and and Rousey and all that she was still going to be under contract maybe they thought they could negotiate and get her involved mm-hmm. more. Um, Rock filming movies, you know when he actually I think when he tore all those muscles off his body um, that actually delayed Hercules. It was costing millions know that. of dollars. So no company's going to do that now and delay Baywatch because America needs Baywatch. Don't make so, fun of The Rock. I'm not making fun of The Rock. Tread carefully. Yeah. Well, and Rousey's uh, possibly filming Roadhouse, Roadhouse remake. Um, so I love this. The, the, what's great about this is they're able – this shows why, why Stephanie's great. I mean Triple H too, but why Stephanie's great is because they can go from face to heel. They can go from – yeah, because uh, it starts with them like doing the announcement of the yeah, attendance. She, she can go from whatever. What's her actual role? Chief brand officer, like she's C- something like that. Whatever she is, she can go from CEO mode, Stephanie McMahon to heel GM, air quote Stephanie McMahon mm-hmm. in the drop of a hat, and totally take the crowd with it. Because they when they they first come out, they're not really getting booed. She's talking up that they that she does the announcement of the the attendance seventy six thousand nine hundred seventy six. She's standing there with Triple H in a suit. And he's not wearing his classic authority colors. Yeah, yeah, like he's, just, he's yeah. wearing a different looking suit. Therefore, he's not. He's he's Paul. Yeah, it's Paul. It's Paul Levesque, the corporate guy, corporate officer. And she's talking to, talking up all this stuff about how great it is, and then says, "And it wouldn't be possible without me." <laughs> and then immediately she's a heel. So it's just like 
the how seamless it is where it's like we accept that when she's not in the ring she's you know they're always kind of working but she's representing the brand if she's tweeting or she's talking to biz stone she's the corporate officer this she does it in the same sentence and that's why she's the best but and triple h is not so bad he's says he feels so good about his match it's if i beat all 76,976 of you <laughs> and the millions more watching on the network i own sting i own every superstar move in the back i own all of you the o- authority always wins uh cue the rocks music oh, that's yeah so great. and so the rock is back and once again the commentary has to sell it like he like we said like he hadn't been there for not only the last four wrestlemanias but he had just been at the royal rumble and he got booed getting booed but holding roman Re- reigns hand which he was holding it up like a victory. I like to think they were walking hand in hand and people were booing it. Um, but Steph is the best heel. She's just talking so much, so much shit to The Rock. And then Triple H offers him two choices. Or no, excuse me. The Rock gives two choices. You can either go back there and dress up as Terminator again, or we can create a WrestleMania moment. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Yeah. And you know, Triple H is talking up their feud and saying, you know, well, I remember kicking your ass for most of it. Um and Rock is like, well, I, you know, I left my heart in San Francisco, but you left your balls in Stanford. <laughs> he gets all like, I don't know how he can pull off like just like dick and ball jokes. And you're like, ah, oh, this is pretty good. It's the Rock. Yeah. You know, she, Stephanie says that the Maivas and the Johnson would be nothing about the McMahons, which did you notice what they start chanting here? No. Shane O'Mac. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah, they meant they, they I think uh, call or somebody notes it. It's so interesting that they created a heel and a face in the same family like that. So clearly. Yeah, I think it's, I mean. It's cool. Yeah, it's neat. I wonder but. if they had this. It would, nothing would surprise me with these people. Like if they had no plans or if they had 20-year plans. It's the 20-year plans. Sure. I think a lot of it. Sure. Um, you know, and, and but Rocky, you know, Dwayne uh, retorts, you'd be nothing without Vic, Vince McMahon's Johnson, to which he gets slapped. <laughs> You know? Oh God! It's so and weird. This is the crowd is conditioned, and like as I've said, they're very smart and and smarky. Uh, they start chanting for Ronda Rousey, who we've seen earlier in the night, um, and front row seats. She delivers. She jumps the barricade. Well, this, no, no, no. The rock rock comes down. down. He's like, "You want to You want to do, do this? Yeah." So she jumps the barricade. She's like stone faced. She's got. Her, she's in a rowdy. She's mode. trying not to smile. She tries when she's in the ring. She kind of breaks, but she does. Uh, you know, does the fist bump. Comes in and. You know, they start the Rhonda's gonna kill you, and you know, which is very believable. Yeah, because she could, and Steph tries to counter that. You know, hey, we're friends. You were there with the four horsemen woman of at of NXT when I was at SummerSlam, which I looked up by the way. She, that's when she was in the feud with Brie. She had an eleven minute match at SummerSlam the previous year. Um, the title match between AJ and Paige was five minutes. So give one diva a chance. <laughs> You know, and uh, get the hell. And Steph is like, well, you know, but this is not the octagon. This is my ring and get the hell out of it. Uh, and Rousey's like, well, actually, any ring I'm in is my ring. So what do you want to do about it? This is so fun. It's so fun. Yeah. And is this line sexist or misogynistic? When the Rock is like, she's going to, Rousey's going to re- reach down your throat, pull out your insides out, and play jump rope with your fallopian tubes? No. Okay. Just making sure. No, because it's just accurate. Yeah, it is. But it's also like it's one of those things where you're like, sexist? Like, it's not. It's It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. He says other sexist stuff all of the time. Yeah. It's not like the most recent rock appearance on Raw. Way more sexist. Oh, that was that was the worst. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And then there's some there's some action. Uh, Rock has he 
there's like an arm drag. Somebody Rocky Rock hits Triple H, and then Rousey does an actual. Move. She hip tosses Triple yeah. H. He does the bouncing out of the ring <laughs> bump. It looks like when that stuff like we talked about this uh, ten of these ago when when Shawn Michaels had a sell for Hogan and bounced like he was in a cartoon. That's what Triple H does to get out of the ring. And then Stephanie's gonna do something, and then Rousey actually gets her. She kind of like. Gets her like you would do a hip toss. Just kind of like bars her arm a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's like she's going to throw it over a bar. Yeah. So that's cool. Yes, and stuff sells the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. JBL is like, Ronda Rousey should be sued. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. It's 24 minutes, though. It's so long. Yeah. Um, all right, that happened. Two more. Two more. And I have, for the next one, I have very little say. Maybe you have more. But I think we really did... Uh, beat this one to death, no pun intended, last time. Yeah, we yeah. did. Um, I would just like to thank the WWE for actually shelling out the money this time to have the actual Johnny Cash song. The man comes around. Yeah, so Undertaker, just the, your standard Undertaker package, and then you have to now include when it, the streak ended because of Brock. You know, Bray Wyatt, as we talked about last time, he had to carry this feud entirely by himself, um, that he wants to be the new face of fear. And challenging the Undertaker, and he did some good stuff. Like he'd have, he the, did a really good job. He'd have the the urn, and like, uh, is something going to happen? Kind of like the opposite of Punk's, in the sense that he was taking the gimmick seriously. Exactly. So that's the issue that I have with this whole thing. You are yeah. not going to be able to top reality. The I, reason yes. why the whole Punk Jericho feud works so well is because, like Jericho, yes. your dad's an alcoholic. But Jer- as we've talked about thirty times, the Undertaker is not for you. He's an undead wizard. I get it's it. Not for you though. But when they I, do it in this way, when they don't I get have that. reality, it's not. And for I get you. that. And I get that. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah. That being said, last year's package for this mm-hmm. was, I think, the best Undertaker. Sorry, two years ago. Yeah, that package was the best Undertaker package. Sure, and I agree with that. I think this is you're making chicken salad, chicken shit here. When they completely do, agree, and it's a little touch, but like the whole man comes around Johnny Cash song when he accepted the challenge with like a voiceover they did like i'm not dead yet you'll rest in peace and then it said like at wrestlemania the man comes around and then they did the fake lightning to to burn you know bray's chair and bray like he did with cena like he sells these gimmicks so well where he's like in the ring on his knees like he's like laughing and like excited to face the undertaker and be the face of fear um he gets an interest an entrance which once again the sun is still up and so this doesn't work as well as it nope, would. Nope, not at all. Night. It just doesn't it work. It doesn't work. I mean, he's got these zombie scarecrows that he's touching, and it would have been good at night. It would have been okay. I think if for what it is, it would have been good. I think having the fireflies, having he's with a torch. I'm know? not disagree. Yeah, that yeah. the lantern doesn't make sense if it's bright out. I know, it's just it's what he carries, so he has it. And same thing, Undertaker's coming out in the day and wrestling in the day. Never looks Undertaker good. doesn't belong in the day. No. Um, doesn't I bet look... Bray Wyatt gets a lot of hair stuck in the drain. Do you? A lot of his hair got stuck to his forehead uh, while he was waiting for Taker. It, was, it yeah. looked kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like a creepy son of a bitch. That's what you want. Yeah, that's what he, he generally looks like. Um, I have no notes about this actual match other than, like, Bray did a lot I'll of work. A, I'll give a couple of things. Shoot. It's just that Bray, once again, best current, like, in-ring talker. Like, during the match, stuff that gets picked up on Mike. Uh, take that back, Xavier Woods. Not in-ring. He's occasionally in ring He's yelling shit. He, no, 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 he yells shit in ring. He does wrestle. No, no, no. I think the guys who do the psychology in the ring, I, I put him above Woods. I like what Woods does, but he's more, I, to me, a manager. Like when he's Honestly, he's big, Jericho. Yeah. I like, I like Bray, man. I like Bray, too, yeah. but recently, right now, last three months, 
I think Jericho's stuff. No, I mean in ring like, not promo like during the match. That's what I'm talking okay. about. I haven't noticed with Jericho as much as after like shoving a T-shirt down a guy's throat. It's after cool. the match. That's, That's pretty different. cool. That's promo. I do like in 2016 wrestling that they made that shirt out, allegedly. This is dirt sheet stuff. It was Jericho's idea was like let's make a shirt so that it'll we can swerve people. Like oh they just made a shirt they're not gonna break these guys up and then they break them up. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think just the fact that, you know, Undertaker starts strong. He's got to get his, you know that where this is going to go because he has to get his win back. But yeah. it's good also to see that he's not, after last one where he could have been legit dead, it's good that he can still move. Sure. And he's fine, sure. you know, wrestling-wise. Sure. Bray gets some in offense, kicks out of the tombstone, so they don't totally bury him. Agreed. You know, he uh, Undertaker there was something gets that happened. Abigail. I remember this from a year ago yeah. when we watched this live. You were the one at the party that was like, he just said I love you and thank you or something like that. Right before he did Sister Abigail. Oh, yeah? To take her. Yeah. Okay. You, did you did you have this note as well? I don't have that on this one. I have that where when it happens in the main match. But that's not... That, I didn't know that at the time. Yeah. So maybe at this one... Yeah, I did. All right. Well, on the rewatch, I didn't I didn't notice it. But I don't doubt that. Uh, he gives the, the kiss for Sister Abigail, and it's reversed into a tombstone. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I think it works. And if, you're, if Undertaker's still going to wrestle... It's not the the match we wanted to see. The only problem I have with the way Taker got out of the Sister Abigail is it made the Sister Abigail look extremely easy to get out of. Yeah, it doesn't. He should have taken it in a way that like he stills on the ground and then. That's not how you set the move up. So it's like I yeah. get it. The first time I think when he got out of it when he like went for the choke slam, but they want to end it and you want to do the tombstone. It's it's it. convoluted, but not as convoluted as the next setup for the next match. Oh boy. So, Brock Lesnar has the belt. He beat the shit out of John Cena at SummerSlam the year prior. It was a lot of fun to watch if you don't like John Cena. Also, beat the shit out of John Cena and Seth Rollins at the Royal Rumble before this excellent, one of the best matches of 2015. He has the belt. Roman Reigns, uh, you know, against the fans' wishes, won the Royal Rumble, wins a shot at the belt. There's literally no story. They did nothing to build a story or, you know, a feud. You don't need a feud. And I'm okay with that. You don't, I mean, in a weird way, it's kind of better without a feud because Mm -hmm. that put all of the heat, all of the negative heat on Roman, and you still have this monster. For all intents and purposes, this is your most legit fighter in the WWE since Ken Shamrock and since Kurt Angle. No one else could do what Brock Lesnar does in terms of hurting and destroying people. And you don't need a fucking storyline, John Cena, anything to fight fucking Brock Lesnar. You don't need anything to have Brock Lesnar fight you except the belt. If you take away the belt for Brock Lesnar, nothing makes sense. He should always have the belt. Yes. And so how do you feel about the, in brief, how do you feel about him fighting Ambrose? Not for the belt. He needs to have the belt, period. There's no incentive for anyone to fight him. Because they should lose. What if that character is the lunatic fringe? It doesn't matter. That's still stupid. There's. I understand the whole lunatic. That doesn't make sense. It does. It doesn't. It's a grudge. It's a grudge match. There's no grudge, though. Yeah. What's the grudge? That Brock keeps disrespecting him. Yeah. Who cares? He needs a belt. No, man. You need to give the man the trophy. There's no fucking story without it. Well, Well, we'll see in a... In a couple weeks. All right, so no one... So the video package is perfectly fine. They do yes. a good job, like always. And uh, they 
It's all Roman. <laughs> That's no, it. Yeah. And which is really dumb because no one wants Roman to be in this spot. Which is great. And Roman gets booed even though he is going to be sold as the face in this match. He is booed so heartily. He, did you see him shove that fan? A no, fan gets I in didn't his face and he's coming down the, through the stairs. I got to rewatch that part. Yeah. Um, I just was, I probably was writing down, people were not happy. And yeah. I remember watching this live with you. Yeah. I remember people were also not happy, but I think we were all talking over it because for the first and thus far only time in all of Mania, this felt like a real fight was going to happen. Yes. It was not, but it feels that way because they're good at their jobs. That they're, being said, we've seen Brock before. It's not like we don't know what's going to happen. Last year he faced Triple H. Yeah. And previous to that, he was in multiple manias. Whatever. Th- that didn't feel like a no. real fight. And and I ha- you have to give, like, a, the, the, hate, the Roman Reigns haters, you really, this match is a good match. And it, they both do exactly what they should do. And it's a really good. Match. I don't know how they would have ended it with if they didn't do the way here that would it would have felt right. But I have to say the the way as presented, I'm not going to fantasy book something that didn't happen and say oh it would have been bad. We do like, that all of the time. No, I usually say this would have been better. I don't you know with this. I think the way it is on paper, yeah. It's I don't know how you top this. Yeah, this is the kind of match that makes me wish that you could still gamble on wrestling. Right, because there's people that were convinced it was a shoot fight that Brock was like really shooting on him and he's not well there was a few moments where like that looked really fucking stiff yeah because he's been doing this for a long time and he's probably stiff but he's not like going out there to, he's not going out there to like hurt the guy and not play ball like this is how the match was supposed to go really 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 well paced as well yeah you know what Roman the I mean Roman is set up as the face underdog as he should be the underdog at least and so he comes out swinging like I'm gonna get my hits in before this guy can tear me apart, uh, and it doesn't do anything. Uh, Brock suplexes him and F fives him um, almost immediately. He's bleeding. Uh, Brock is bleeding almost immediately because his skin is made of paper. Um, but it worked. I mean, that's great that happens. Um, Brock no sells. That Roman Reigns is wearing a bulletproof vest. <laughs> yeah, because he has to. Uh, Brock is no selling, and Roman is selling the shit out of everything. But he's also kind of smiling. Kind yeah, the, of like the more he gets hurt, the bigger his smile gets. He's, he's like, yeah, is that like I'm still here? You know, I'm still in this type yeah. of thing. It's Which never got me great down. Great storytelling, right. yeah, great storytelling. Because Brock is just getting more and more pissed off. He does four suplexes, and then he gives the the immortal line, "Suplex City, bitch." Which seemed to be off the cuff. Oh wait, well, I mean, that's the thing. Do you think Heyman put it in his ear beforehand? You know, like I think it because it just it's so good that I'm like someone had a write like someone good wrote it like Heyman, but it could have just been. I mean, we, I've seen this guy be funny and be interesting sure. in ring, so you know he could do it. You know, he gives the second... This should not have been good. No, I mean, because he's... It's so one-sided. Like, anytime Roman, like, oh my god, he's gonna get... Nope. It doesn't follow how most wrestling matches go, where the face Maybe gets beat up. Maybe one minute in, yeah. JBL's like, pin him. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And you've F5'd him twice. They're like, he just wants to play with them. <laughs> Yeah, it does have, and they build it like that of like a cat toying with a mouse type of thing, and and it doesn't follow the normal face and heel like the pacing of a match. It follows real what a real fight would be. Would be this guy, the guy might he's also six three two eighty. He'll also get some punches in. Oh sure, but the guy who's the trained killer will. What's will interesting about harder? I, I don't have a lot of fighting experience. I've seen a few. Yeah. I've been to one. Right. Even for, like, the one I went to, mm-hmm. you could tell when, like, real shit was going down. Yeah. And I've watched a handful on HBO and stuff. That's how this feels. Yeah. Never 
is there's not a lot of chanting going on. It's just consistently loud, like yeah. beats, screams, or it definitely feels like a real fight night. Yeah. They have yet to been able to re- replicate that. No, and you know after he does the second F five and he, he still can't get the pin, Brock takes his MMA gloves off. Like literally, the gloves are off. You know, and then they go outside the ring, and this is where it turns around. Is where Reigns pushes Lesnar into the into the ring post. What is your opinion of this? He did not blade. Okay. Okay, so before he's in the ring post, he's bleeding a little bit. Yes. A little, seemingly his chest in his face a little bit? Yeah, he had a little thing on his face. and He hits the, the ring post, yeah. and it's just like a geyser Yes, above his above left, his left eye. eye. So the, I don't think he bladed because it was instant. It was almost instant. It does seem the timing. There is there, The only evidence to the contrary is that there's like a, a video or gif of like when... Reigns is before the sequence. Reigns is knocked out outside. The ref kind of goes out of the ring and does the thing they normally do, which is like kind of grab the hand to make sure they're responsive. Mm-hmm. Like they're still selling, but and you do see him pass something. Oh, and then when Lesnar okay. comes out next, okay. he could have passed it to Lesnar. So there's no one has anything on. That's the only thing is like you possibly see the blade. No one's shown on video the blading. Like and sometimes you can see this is oh the yeah point clearly down, yeah but they they don't have that on video they have the possible passing of the implement either way it looks really good that's all that matters yeah perception looks, is reality it, it looks and our really fake good. fighting anyways so yeah well it looks really good and it it's there's enough doubt that you don't go immediately that's a blade job no and the fact that I still don't know you good later. for them yes um, but this is the opening no pun intended that that Reigns needs gets. Two Superman punches, two spears. He's getting the shit boot out of him because people think this is the scene of Five Moves of Doom. Like they think this is it. Um, he goes for the jumps with the Superman, gets countered into an F five, and but both guys are out. Call goes, who can capitalize? And that's when Seth Rollins' music hits. The worst fucking hardcore shit. It really is the worst. But when it hits at like SummerSlam and that music hits and he comes out and saves Ambrose from like the authority, it's going to be so good. <laughs> when it comes back. You're right. You're right. And you're then right, 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 the right. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, this is the biggest pop of the night there. I want to say at the party. Now then forever. Yeah. Because everybody knew this was very much like this is the crazy thing with wrestling. Everyone knew this was probably going to happen. Either before or after the match. I mean, not before or after. It, everyone, I think, was trying to figure out who would win the match. I think the the dialogue before the match in, like, wrestling talk, whatever, was like, all right, does Reigns win? Or, and then he gets the belt taken. Or does Lesnar win and he gets the belt taken? Does someone else interfere? Like, they were trying to figure out the gaming of it. I don't think people realized, because it hadn't been done, of doing it within the match. I feel like a lot of people were trying to game it out, and they... the the surprise was that they were like, fuck it, there's no real finish. It becomes a triple threat, mm-hmm. and Rollins just needs to pin one of them. And it's believable, obviously, because they're beating the shit out of each other, and he's fresh at this point. It's been eight hours since his match. <laughs> it also makes sense that he pins Reigns. Yes, so you keep Lesnar strong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he does the curb stomp to Lesnar. Uh, the second one, it's kind of interesting. It's a call. It's like a shield callback. He gets countered into a fireman's carry. Looks like he's going to get f 5 Reigns hits the spear on Lesnar. They they used to do that move where, like, they used it at some of the Shield matches where, like, Rollins would be on someone's shoulders, like Ryback. Reigns would come in for the spear, and then he would fall down, make the pin that way, and, like, Reigns would disappear because he was not the legal man. 
Um, so it's like a callback to what they would do with the shield. And um, he does the curb stomp, but he doesn't get the pin there. He gets a curb stomp on Roman. This is where later we realize that he said, like, thank you, love you type stuff to, to Reigns when he's doing the pin. Because he's like, the, like you just gave me my, the belt and a WrestleMania moment. So, um, and then he goes up and swings the belt over his head like a maniac. Which is great. Yeah. It's so great. And the close of the show, no montage, just, which is the, we've seen now plenty yeah. of times. Just end the show. It's four hours. We don't, we will see it tomorrow. Yeah, because they loop now. Yeah, you can just watch it again if you want. Which they do. Yes. It was great. It's the best mania. Ugh. I have no problem. I was going through my list, which is like 17 and they're like, they all swap around 17 and 19 and 30 and thirties in the mix. Thirties. And the, that's what I think. And I, then I like think 30 might be it as great as the Daniel Bryan, the Daniel Bryan story is and having two matches and, and the whole thing like that. There's still a really shitty divas match. There's still the right, shield right. new age. There's still like some stuff that you're like, why is this here? I don't, what is the worst match of the night? Sting triple H. Yeah, but that's actually like nostalgia. For a lot of people, that was their like favorite. And match. it's also nostalgia, which I fucking hate. You do because it's nostalgia for an era you don't like. But I think knowing that's WWE and like, who cares about logic? Like, if Triple H beat the black guy because he was the racist, he's of course going to beat the competitor in, in business. You know, like I they've already established that. I actually think that that match works really well, like in the turtle internal logic of what they were trying to do. I think. I'm very hopeful that 32 will be... Did we just watch 32 or 31? 31. <laughs> I think that Stars, 32... Yeah. Star will be better than Play Sign. I am really hopeful. It Why? May, it might be because I'm following it that okay. I think it's going to be better. I don't think it... Like, I think with the pieces they have, and I think it's going to be surprisingly good for everyone who's very concerned... And this is a guy that loves John Cena, and there's yeah. no John Cena. Yeah, yeah. The, but there's also... Two women's matches. Yeah. One love could, Kevin Owens. Yeah. Love The New Day. Yeah, because they don't count for being no, on no. the show. I think, and the second women's match could be pre-show, but that's that's fine. Asterisk. You know, I think the loss of like what Cena brings to it, um, and I know you don't. I think what Orton can bring in the right context hurts somewhat. I, I think the that fact one. that Cesaro could have really put on a showcase, sure, but and Rollins was going to be in your headline picture, like those right off the bat are real tough, and you know, there's just. And then the booking that they've kind of forced themselves into because Reigns is so weak as a face. As of now, there is no musical performance. As of now. That's a bonus. When I mean, we should look up when they announced that there would be Skylar Grey. Because I, I think Flo Rida could fucking show up. I, I, I keep thinking it's going to be Metallica for some reason. I hope it's um, they add a rap verse to Sasha Banks's intro and it's Snoop. Oh, yeah. That would be good. Yeah. Becky, I mean, I don't know, have fucking Dropkick Murphys do her theme and have Charlotte come out with Rick, I guess. I'm just trying to, they're not going to be one of them that would telegraph it. It's kind of bums me out that there's never going to be another Motorhead entrance for Lemmy. Because we're going to definitely, sorry, a Motorhead entrance for Triple H, because yeah. you know we're going to see a multiple Triple H's in the next 10 Manias. <laughs> there's no way that's over. No, yeah, he's, yeah. The authority always wins. Maybe because you like, I mean, you love Shane O'Mac. That should be good. I mean, I appreciate Shenanigans. I think it's going to be, and I've been saying, I think that one's going to be good, even though the it logically makes no sense. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. You know, I think it's going to be really good. I just think there's too many missing pieces, and there's and the things that are, like, rumored, like the triple threat, depending how they are, not triple threat, the IC belt, whatever they end up doing with it, is going to be good. 
possibly better than this. That's very because of Kevin Owens and because of because Kevin Owens and Zayn right off the bat. It there you be, go. I mean, just because their story, even if it's only a fraction of a match, is just brings so much more to it. I wonder how we're going to feel watching it. I wonder if the daylight going from day to night makes it feel better. It could be. I mean, there's going to be stuff that works. I wonder if our brains. Can you imagine a hell in the cell in the daytime? Sounds that horrible. That sounds. That's yeah. It's not yeah, hellish. but could you imagine a hell in a cell with the Undertaker, where the memory remains doesn't play right before the match? <laughs> well, and hopefully it'll be Metallica. That's why I think I'm not joking. I think yeah. that's why it's going to be. I Metallica. feel like they would see. I think. I think that they're at the point now where you got one more week, maybe, and then you announce Metallica and you move another five thousand tickets. That could be. Because uh, do you know where they're at right now? Are they sold out? I have no idea. Let's get some tickets and go. 